that's the intro all right black and yellow is back black and yellow what the fuck there's more than one black and yellow well yeah i'm not, I'm not surprised let's talk about that you know before we actually did this is cronus and buddy man all right so buddy <laughs> man what well, my headphones are kind of loud it's like kind of peaking are they is it the playback or is it my voice cracking it doesn't be the playback. Like, I don't actually know what number you are on the hip. I gotta label them. Oh, okay. Um, Check one, two. You okay now? It's gonna be. Is it loud for it's me and you, or just yeah. you? Both. Both of us. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure this whether I stopped the podcast. To our podcast, right. people. Can you deal with it? Yeah, I'll deal with it. All right. Or you can put on those headphones right there. No, that's cool. I got it. Okay. All right. It's funny because uh, Prodigy never complains about that. Oh really? I guess maybe he's deaf. I don't fucking know. <laughs> anyway, uh, black and yellows. Yes. Uh, before we started doing this podcast, actually, me and a friend of mine, uh, Mr. X, who's been on the podcast before, we do jujitsu together. And we talked about actually when we get our black belts opening up a gym called Black and Yellow. Mm. And so he's mad every time he listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't take it out on me, Mr. X. <laughs> <laughs> that dude, he's like a, he's like a real thick fucking dude. Mm. Like he's like a solid mass. It's like, it's weird to like see like an Asian dude that's like kind of yoked. Mm. And uh, he, he's gained weight since, like, I first knew him, but he's still, like, a solid mass. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he, he has, like, freakishly strong leg strength, mm. and it's fucking weird. Mm. Like, not even just for, like, an Asian guy, but, like, for a Anybody. fucking human being. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Just born like that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. He's got, I think it's that, there's, like, a gene that you have for, uh, what is it, the uh, quick, titch, quick twitch muscles, which I have, too, but I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. he does as well. Yeah, I, I was born with uh, freakishly active hands. Freakishly active hands. Yeah. <laughs> just my right hand. Just your right hand. <laughs> <laughs> that shit goes blurry sometimes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I have much more strength and dexterity in my right hand. See, that's why you got to do You got to trade off hands. I tried that, but yeah. it's really weird, you know? It's only Then it's like a stranger. You know, especially if you sit on it and then you fucking do it. It's like a stranger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, we that's have cool. not done this podcast since the holidays it's actually just before the holidays 10 years 10 years yeah 10 years <laughs> 10 years ago what happened yeah. in the past our balls decade? dropped and you know uh... <laughs> no, no no so uh how were your holidays my holidays was good i uh kind of low-key just um nothing too exciting to report nothing too exciting did you get anything cool for christmas probably a no you're thinking so that yeah it's gotta yeah, be a no, no. I, yeah. this year wasn't a very gifty year i uh i gave we gave a bunch of gifts to my niece and nephew and they got a bunch of cool stuff mm-hmm. so um yeah your girlfriend didn't give, didn't give me anything cool uh this is awful i'm putting you on the spot yeah you not, can edit this. not We're really not really it doesn't matter <laughs> um you got something cool from your girlfriend i did i get i got Cool. I got cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. She gave me a painting, uh. and what else to fucking get? I got some other cool shit too. I got some cool shit for my daughter. She gave me, even though his arm fell off, I have like a little Mario here <laughs> um, that she made me, which yeah. is pretty cool. There's something else fucking cool. I got a bunch of shit, but I can't remember right now. All the stuff that I got. Um, yeah. Next year, maybe this year I'll go crazy. But the last year I was working all the way up until like I, I was in Hawaii shooting until like. I got in on Christmas Eve, basically. Wow. And I hadn't done my Christmas shopping. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah, I don't know. This year was, yeah, definitely a low gift. Some get, some years are more 
bountiful from uh, other other years, just whatever. Yeah, I get hit back to back to back with shit in the holiday season because it's Christmas. Two days later is my girlfriend's birthday, and then like a week and a half later is our anniversary. So it's like bam, bam, like bam, bam, bam. And then fucking Valentine's Day, which is bullshit, but yeah. yeah. So I gotta buy more shit. What know? do you do for Valentine's Day? Uh, this year I don't fucking know, but I, you know, I, I get stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> there is a prerequisite amount that people spend on Valentine's Day that yeah. happens. Uh, it usually involves flowers, some sort of chocolate or candy, and some sort of dinner or some event. And uh, so, good job, marketers. Good job. Yeah, it's a holiday that should not exist, but it does for some reason. <laughs> You know, whatever it is, what it is. I uh, this year for our anniversary, I was thinking about what to get her because it's uh, it was our seven year anniversary, so it's supposed to be like copper and wool or some shit like that, which okay. I knew. And so I was looking up copper and wool stuff, and then I, I had to use my girlfriend's phone recently, and it was all fucked up. Mm. I was I'm Asian. Know. I've never heard that in my life. For mm. us, it'd probably be like kimchi and Asian pears or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like some shit you gotta look up on the internet. And or like just cash. Out. Asians love cash. Yeah. They, they love cash. They, yeah. But I, I got her a, a new phone because I was like, your phone oh. is bullshit. So I'm, there's copper in the fucking phone somewhere. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but I had to buy it outright and because... that's a really good gift. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a good gift, especially for her because that, that phone... Can I eat one of these? If I don't make noise? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Don't be like I'll old try. ninja and fucking smack on the goddamn. Does mic. he do that? Sometimes. I try not to. If if you ever heard somebody eat on a podcast, it's never. You, you want to gouge your ears out. I know it's terrible. I remember yeah. there was this one, which I think it was Spike Lee or something. There was this DVD commentary, and he just kept smacking his lips and making the no- those noises. And yeah, it was driving me crazy. Yeah, actually, the other day, was it yesterday, or the day before, I think it was yesterday. Uh, Joe Rogan had Mel Gibson on the podcast. And Mel Gibson, every now and again, he would click his fucking pen. Mm. And you can hear it. Click, 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 click. I was like, God, fuck. Can you goddamn, can you stop? Where well, I know you hate Jews. Can you stop with the fucking pen? You're like <laughs> hating my ears right now. <laughs> it was a funny podcast because uh, all they talked about was stem cell stuff. They didn't talk mm. about anything about like his movie career or his rants that he went on or nothing like that. So, Well, he's probably tired of talking about those. Yeah, but it's like the best place to probably talk about it is That's true. on his podcast, Joe Rogan's podcast. Because you can like actually say everything you want to say about it. Whether... You have regrets or not. You could say I'm sure it. there was an agreement before he got on of what he would talk about and not talk about. Which is strange for that podcast because usually they, he just talks about whatever. Mm. So Depends on if Mel Gibson actually listens to his podcast or if it's just a podcast his publicist told him to go on. Yeah. Well, he went there with like a with a doctor. Mm. And he, I think he, he knew that... I think he knew that Joe Rogan had some stem cell stuff too. But mm. apparently Mel Gibson's dad, who was like at the time like 92 years old, he was like basically dying. And uh, he went to a hospital. I'm like, yeah, dude, you're probably going to die soon. And they, they gave up him going some to, stem cells? Well, they ended up going to Panama because mm. the, the kind of stem cells, they, stem cells they get in America are not the same as something you get not somewhere else. Not the real shit? Yeah. So they went to Panama, and now the yeah. guy, he's about to be 100 years old this year. Wow. So, yeah. So we need to go to Panama. Apparently, yeah. Why not? Yeah, fuck it. Fuck so it. Let's get some stem cells. and Let's just do it. Yeah, they do it intravenously, and apparently you feel great. So wow. I already feel great. Can I feel any better? Actually, I got a little bit of... Actually, my inflammation is pretty good right now. So, yeah. That's that's diet-based. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm drinking beer right now. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, though. Clearly. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I had a piece of paper that was around here, and I fucking moved it. I had shit on there to talk about. Mm. This is awful. Well, then, while you're looking for that, I want to talk about the fact that there's two other 
black and yellow podcasts that I've identified. One of them is sounds like the exact opposite of our podcast. Oh yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like literally the exact opposite. We would like be the devil compared to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe not that far, but I'm I'm guaranteeing that if we were all on a podcast together, there'd be a lot of be a lot of arguments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, this other one, which looks more grungy, like grungier versions of us. Yeah, I have no idea what they're talking about. Um, so w- what do we do about that? Should we? Is this like a Highlander situation where there could be only one? I mean, I can murder them all. Yeah, I mean, like literally. Yeah, I yeah. literally could. I would totally help you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, um, I'm not. I mean, one, I'm totally not. Actually, both of them, I'm not really worried about. Mm-hmm. So, because um, one of them was it's a feminist podcast. It said, it said feminist in the fucking title, so I was just mm-hmm. like, nobody's really interested. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and the other one, it was uh, just some 30-something guys that were, you know, mm-hmm. basically sort of like us, but probably not as cool. I mean, we Definitely gotta, they didn't look as cool, I'm yeah. sorry. I, if they look cooler, I would say they look cooler, but they, they didn't look as cool. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I know you could beat both of them up, so at the same time, and I'm good at kicking people, so. <laughs> you got to kicking people? You got, you got that Taekwondo background? I'll, I'll start it off with some kicks to the shit. Did you ever you know? do Taekwondo? I did, yeah. Really? I'm really? sure every Korean kid has to do that at some point. Is that like the pride of Korea? That in Starcraft? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And apparently plastic surgery now. Yeah, that's like a big thing now. And uh, guys wear makeup, apparently. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, that is. I think that, for, to me, I know this Actually, is controversial. I say that. That's not gross. No, no. It's, I'll say it because, like, I find it, it troublesome with women, too. Like, mm. I tell my girlfriend this shit all the time. It's like, I don't, you don't need to wear makeup for me, like, ever. I, I don't... The whole makeup thing for me is, like, you're wearing a fucking mask. Me I already too. know what the fuck you look like. You know? Like, literally, she hardly... I think she's wears it... A couple times a year now, and I'm totally fine with that. Yes, no, no need for it. I think if uh, women in general wore less makeup, you wouldn't have the problem where, uh, especially in like Hollywood and stuff like that, where a woman hits a certain age and they're like, "Oh, well, she looks too old." It's because you're playing make believe up until about up until you don't give a fuck, basically, in like your fifties, and then you stop wearing makeup. Like, oh my god, you look so old. It's because that's the way you always looked, mm-hmm. and you just stop wearing a mask. So, yeah. <laughs> One time I got in a lot of trouble. Well, a lot of laughs and in trouble on Facebook because I did a status update that said, uh, I said, sometimes makeup on women could be considered false advertising. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, the girls who wore a lot of makeup were super pissed, you know? And so, then the girls who didn't wear a lot of makeup were just laughing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I bet? This is, this is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Negro Domus this again. <laughs> I've, I've had a lot of good Negro Domus uh, moments over the past year. I caught uh-huh. a lot of shit. Oh, yeah? This is my next one. Okay. Because of how far we're going with like the sexual assault shit. Yes. I can almost, I'm going to guarantee you that men are going to claim sexual assault on women because they were wearing makeup when they had sex. In the morning, they woke up with them. They took it off. And they were like, that is not who I fucked. Sexual assault. That's how far it's going to go. If it keeps going further, it's going to yep. go there. It is getting to completely ridiculous levels. We should talk about that. Um, that was on my list. Aziz Ansari was on there. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting ridiculous. I, my prediction is that pretty soon women are going to claim that if you think about fucking them, that's sexual assault. Even if you don't say it to them, if you just think it, I bet you they're going to say that's sexual assault. That's, that's some Nazi shit right there. It's thought crimes. It's going to happen. Yeah. They're going to claim it. I, I, I don't know if this is true. I have to look up this study in more in depth, but I saw some article that they seem to point to some study where they claim like a quarter of millennial women consider 
asking them if they want to drink harassment. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, whoa. I don't think they understand how humans work. Yeah. Like, we're supposed to fuck if They're we basically don't... driving us towards sex dolls and... Extinction is what it is. We're driving much. us towards extinction. <laughs> well, no, I'm sure we'll have a lot of test tube babies before we're extinct. But... Well, where are you going to get the fucking sperm from? I'm not fucking busting any kind of nuts on to give to somebody if I can't fucking get us. real pussy, you know? <laughs> well, what about when robot pussy becomes better than real pussy? Then you bust a nut in the robot and you throw the fucking nut away. I'm not going to fucking give that shit away to some chick that doesn't want to fuck me to begin with. Doesn't make any sense. Mm, they'll pay for it. There's a lot of guys that'll think do it for pay? money. You think It'll so? be like Uber, sperm Uber, you know? Huh. That'll be a sad day. Yeah, it's gonna, something's going to happen. Yeah, I think there's already like, I, I, even some women now, they're starting to wake up and be like, hey... It's getting uh, ridiculous. This is wrong. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, I, yeah, especially well, especially. I guess we're just gonna go right into this. This should we recap it for anybody or Aziz Ansari? I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Do you know the whole story? I I've definitely been following it. Okay, well, go ahead. Because I already talked about it the other day. So, oh, you did on the. Uh, well, do we need to recap it then? Can we yeah, just... recap it. Aziz Ansari, comedian, uh, has been accused of, of, of various degrees of. Of crimes from sexual harassment to sexual assault. Um, I haven't seen anybody use the R word though, so at least nobody's no. that stupid. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know this junior publication um, made basically a uh, slam article and let this chick just go off and tell her story and. Uh, uh, she she claimed that she was sexually assaulted. Yeah. You'd have to read the whole article to get the beat by beat. Um, but the controversy is that there's a lot of people, both men and women, who are seeing her uh, art or her expose as not qualifying as sexual assault. Yeah. Or, and then there's obviously a lot of women who are like, no, this is definitely sexual assault. And if you say it's not, you're a piece of shit and you're also a sexual assault. I'll be a piece of shit all day. Yeah. I'm, I, well, basically what I realized is by those women's definitions, every man is is uh, a sexual assaulter and rapist. And uh, I guess that's how they see it. And um, then there's other people who think that she's... Uh, kind of demeaning women who actually have been sexually assaulted and raped and things like that by trying to equate what happened to her with what happened to them yeah. and and also uh which clearly not even the, close in the same ballpark in terms of trauma well, well let's break down what happened that's kind of important let's right? do that why don't you do that all right so this is from what i've read uh-huh. is that they had dinner together they she went back to his house or apartment or whatever Mm -hmm. and they perform sexual acts Mm -hmm. together Mm -hmm. and so uh that's what happened and apparently her side of the story was when they had dinner uh she felt that he rushed her to pay he rushed to pay the bill and then went back to uh his place and then when they had she didn't feel the need to have sex but they did or sexual acts but they did and after the fact, she felt that, um, I guess she kind of felt used or she regretted what ha- what had happened. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll say it again. I said on my other podcast <laughs> that uh, regret is not sexual assault. Mm. Uh, we've all fucked somebody that we probably shouldn't have and we've, mm-hmm. had, we've regretted it. But mm-hmm. I think that if you're a rational person, you would realize that 
there was plenty of times to say no. In this situation, uh, if she had dinner and she wasn't feeling his vibe, she could have just left. Uh, True. She could have not went back to his place. She could have not performed a single sexual act and just said one single word, no. That's it. Yeah, I'm still confused by this uh, new definition of uh, de- definition of consent, which says that it has to be an enthusiastic yes, which um, could be conveyed non-verbally, but now it has to be verbal. Otherwise, you're raping them. No, because that's these people don't live in the real world. Crazy. Yeah, because if because yeah. if you're making out with a chick and you put your hand down her pants, or they put yeah. their hand down or your pants, or if she grabs your fucking hand and yeah. puts it on, grabs her hand and put it on your dick and starts sucking it without a single word. Yeah. Guess what? She's doing something she wants to do. Yeah. And, and you're that doesn't it. mean... Exactly. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that either way that she had to ask me and for... Anyways, so um, I think what it is is there's the battle for... Um, there, There is a problem, though. You, you you know, there are women who are getting raped and there's a yeah, lot of sure. victim-blaming culture and stuff. So there's a lot of things to deal with. So this case, to me, has revealed that depending on, on how you argue, it's really you're just arguing your ideals in a way and hardly not that many people are actually just looking at it more analytically you know what i mean which i think definitely yes she should have said no um blowing a dude twice and getting ate out by him and then you know hanging around and stuff yeah um but one thing i you know i thought about it and i was like one thing you do have to consider is that people are starstruck and there's a certain power that stars have over normal people so, and it makes, like, even how chicks will cry when they sing singers or some shit like that. Like, That's there's true. just a certain power celebrities have. So, she was probably definitely starstruck, and she probably didn't want to leave because she knew that if she left, then that'd be it. You know what I mean? So, she probably was thinking how to, how to, and this is just my, my, my problem. Well, that, but. that delves into host status to me. Sorry. Yeah, for sure. I gotta I mean, be honest. Yeah, 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 that's okay. I mean, she could be a little star fucker. Maybe she thought she was going to be his uh, princess, and... She found out that he was. She just. He just wanted to fuck, and uh, that's part of the regret. Maybe you know? he can't eat pussy, right? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but I think clearly she did do things she regretted. Um. I think where a lot of people are making a valid point as well, though, is that because he wasn't like physically forcing her or yeah. threatening her or doing anything like that, she has a responsibility to control herself and yeah. do what what is right for her and so i think that's where a lot of women are upset because uh it's it's a, the way that she posed it it's like making women of the me too movement like too weak like just such victims that they can't even make any decisions for themselves you know yeah and yeah. and so um i think I think that this case, unfortunately, he's a casualty of the times of the desire for blood, and and he may not have been the smoothest dude in the room that night, but clearly he's, or from my perspective, clearly he's not a rapist, and clearly he wasn't trying to sexually assault her, and I'm guessing if she actually literally said to him, no, I'm I'm not in the mood or no, I don't want to have sex. And if you keep pushing me, then I'm going to be upset. He probably wouldn't push her, you know? Yeah. Um, so and that being said, though, I think, you know, on the flip side, you can say that celebrities also because it kind of mirrors the Louis C.K. thing where like 
a lot of these chicks are so starstruck that they kind of like let the thing happen that maybe a normal dude, like some dude off the street just whipped his dick out and started jacking off. <laughs> they probably run away really quickly. Yeah. But because it's Louis C.K. doing it, they're like, fuck. And like, what do I do? You know? And then. I still wouldn't um, want to see it though. I mean. Yeah. I'm, but they could still leave. I mean, that's why Dave Chappelle's stand up on that stuff. Have you watched yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> I was cracking up. Well, especially, like, he kind of called it a while ago when he was talking about uh, R. Kelly peeing on somebody. You know what I mean? It's like, if you don't want to get peed on, you just fucking leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just like, so, I mean, I've, I've been in situations before where I've definitely had seriously unwanted sexual advances. Mm. I've had chicks grab my dick before, mm-hmm. you know, do shit at a fucking dance club. Mm-hmm. And just, but when girls do it, it's not a crime, though. It's, it's just something to giggle about. Still, I just tell them no. You know, it's still unwanted yeah, advance. Exactly. I'm not going to fucking claim that she raped me. I'm just like, hey... Right. She went for it. Right. She's failing, but mm-hmm. she went for it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that, sh- that kind of shit happens. And I think that in the time that we grew up, we all did this, the, the same sort of thing where we we hit on somebody and we tried to do something and it was unwanted and they mm-hmm. said no. And then any reasonable man would then back down. I think yeah. what you delve into is when you get a fucking asshole that doesn't back down. And then right. that's when sexual assault And there's plenty of those. Um and it's all different degrees, right? Because even there could be aggressive guys. That doesn't mean they're, like, trying to sexually assault somebody. Um, also, like, guys don't get a fucking rule book either on how to do stuff. And um, all these terms and ideas of how to approach things are brand new. So most of the time, you might keep pushing because you don't even know what the fuck you're doing. And you're just trying to figure out how to get from point A to point B. You and know? some chicks, <laughs> I think this is something that's, like, most, I And guess, because of the whole, like feeling bad like they're not supposed to have sex it's always that dance of the push and pull you know yes because I mean? some chicks like that they exactly. like being pursued yeah. sometimes it's a western culture thing like yeah. in europe they're more open with their sexuality so there's less of that in the courtship you know yeah what i mean yeah so i think um fuck that's unfortunate i i think his career will, will rebound oh I, I don't think it's gonna affect him at all because i've already seen uh, backlash from uh even the female side like i've seen mm-hmm. uh, was it was this Van, is definitely Van the most vocal i've heard women be in support of somebody like this yeah um, yeah because he seems like a reasonable guy yeah and obviously he's clearly made thoughtful work and and tried to be a part of a the conversation in a positive way um he just forgot that he jumped into the cat's den and you know i'm sure there's a whole bunch of men who are like yeah i'm a male femme i like women (laughs) yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of fucking <laughs> pull their male feminist male feminists. card, put it back in their wallet. There's a lot of male feminists are just male feminists to get pussy. Exactly. I mean, if, if exactly. women don't realize that, then you. Oh, I'm sure you're, you're in pretend that. land. I think they yeah. they're more suspicious of people who, unless you're Joseph Gordon Lovett or Ryan Gosling, you can't really say you're feminist out loud with a, without a woman at least giving you a second look. Well, even those guys, I'm still. Every guy that says they're a male feminist, I'm just like, huh. Well, you know, I was thinking about that very deeply, and I realized if you're authentic, you actually don't need to say male feminist. You could just say I'm a feminist. Well, you can say you're fe- So this is the... I have a problem with just feminism in general. That's <laughs> just, we had to talk about Yeah, we had to talk... I mean, we talked about it before, but I just like, look, if you're going to say you're a feminist and then you, t- you want to talk about equality, then I need to see you fighting for male rights as well. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me you're a fucking feminist and then you don't know about shit like, uh, you know baby boys getting their part of their dicks cut off every fucking day and then don't have a problem with that because i've never heard a single feminist of any sort Mm. ever talk about 
uh, circumcision on on boys mm. at all. They don't. They don't even give a shit. Them. It doesn't yeah. concern them. Doesn't because because they they, they want to pretend it's it's all about female mm. shit. I don't see them fighting for shit like coal jobs, mm. dangerous jobs. I just see them fighting about shit in STEM fields. Look, if you want equality, it's not about just STEM fields. And if you want to sit there and say, hey, I want to have more women in STEM fields. What the fuck do you do? If you're not in a STEM field, then you're part of the fucking problem. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not fucking sorry. You're part of the fucking problem. <laughs> like, you need, to, you need to actually go through the STEM field and see how difficult it is or isn't, mm-hmm. and then see if there really is an actual problem with uh, sexism in those fields. Because from what I've seen and from the women that I've seen in the STEM fields, look, everywhere I work, I'm the only black guy. <laughs> like seriously, like with the job that I do, mm. and there's very few women too. It's mainly it's mainly Asians and white dudes, mm. and uh, it's not it's not the fact that it's like a white dude or Asian job. It's the fact that most people don't want to fucking do that job. It's true. Uh, most fields uh, start off populated by the people that want to do them the most. Yeah, that's why women have been school teachers for a long time as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- those things are changing. But one thing I did want to say about the Aziz Ansari thing is that what I learned from that is that, well, number one, we're kind of fucked because everything is getting towards this point where everything is a crime. And, and so I'm scared about that. Well, hold on. It's not even, a, this is a problem. It's not even a crime. It's a, it's a social crime. Well, it's it, not that's what I mean. It's a, it's a, it's a mob mentality yeah. where like people can destroy other people's careers with just accusations. Words. And the yeah. thing is, uh, there was actually, um, so the, one of the ladies that criticized uh, the writer of that article because she was like clearly not a reporter, you know, <laughs> um, got a hate letter back from the writer, and it was just like very juvenile, you know. Let's publish it. They did. Yeah. And and, <laughs> uh, and the thing I realized is that uh, she she tried to call the girl Grace. Um, brave and I'm like so she's brave for being anonymous and <laughs> yeah. ripping somebody apart and trying to ruin his career um, and and then they didn't even give him time to respond or anything they just wanted to get the views you know yeah. and uh, it's the power of destroying somebody yeah and, and I heard they were actually they had been openly soliciting articles and content from their readers and stuff asking like what is your Harvey Weinstein story and and you know, and this is the same publication that has a quiz on it. What percent hoe are you? And yeah. I'm like, was it BuzzFeed that actually broke that? Who was it? No, it was a it was a site called Babe. It's oh, like a it's is. like a college girl feminist blog oh. where like it's like a bunch of young twenty somethings like just writing about girl stuff. Echo Chamber is what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's Echo Chamber. And <laughs> and, uh, and so they basically just tried to destroy him, and and I think. Um, it's a sensitive time, and men need to um, be careful. If I was a fucking celebrity man, I'd have a release on my on the door of my bedroom, <laughs> and it'd be like, when you enter this bedroom, everything is going to be recorded for safety purposes, yeah. and you're consenting to this and consenting to that, and if you got any fucking problem with it, you better leave right now. You know, it's funny, because like, we talked about that on the podcast, too, but then I was thinking, it's like, look, if you have people that have prenups... They, they get thrown out in court all fucking time. Mm-hmm. Like, legally binding prenups get thrown out of court. Uh, so there's, like, there's almost no way around this shit. Like, you just, mm-hmm. just got to basically really know the person and pray that they are, however the fuck you want to do it, mm-hmm. that they're not fucking crazy. Because mm-hmm. if, you know, they can basically do whatever they want in the, in the court of uh, social opinion, mm-hmm. you can get fucked, mm-hmm. you know? 
Yeah. So, um, but another thing I learned, which is that uh, when there is a hot button subject, uh, no matter what side of it you're on, I think it's good practice to take a moment and examine your own reactions and, and how it is motivated by your own uh, desires and try to strip away that so that you can try to look at the situation as clearly in for what it is as possible without your own biases. Um, but it's hard when you're horny. Yes, so you definitely <laughs> want to do this after you wank it. So first you go to Pornhub and then you... Um, you jack off before the date. That's what you're yeah. supposed to do, right? Search uh, circus midgets and then <laughs> take care of business and then uh, and then think about it. But because, you know, when the article broke, I first, obviously, I was like, what the fuck? This is bullshit. You're a piece of shit. How dare you, like, write some fake-ass bullshit like this? And then looking at the other, you know, everybody's comments and thoughts and replies, and I realized everybody's just basically using that case to, to fight for whatever they they are believing or what they're afraid of, you know? Yeah. And um, unfortunately, uh, not a lot of people are intelligent enough to analyze the facts. Actually, this brings me to my next point, which is I recently realized that the only way to make this country and the world um great is to uh redefine what is considered retarded and i think (laughs) 60 percent of the the country should be reclassified as uh, mentally handicapped which means that they get to enjoy all of the human rights that all people do but they just don't get to make decisions for the majority <laughs> yeah. of everybody else no voting know? yeah no they can vote on like um <laughs> things that don't affect other people yeah know? yeah um so i don't think dumb people should be deciding where my tax dollars go or you know what type of health care plans i should get and just let them enjoy it, you know, let them have their Cheetos and Xbox and, and their day job or whatever it is. Like everything actually for them, they should love it because everything stays the exact same. They just don't get to choose our president and, yeah, <laughs> and they don't yeah. get to decide what happens with the money. And uh, I think the world would be a much better place. It would be. Yeah, because most of this... That's a Black Mirror episode right there. Is probably, yeah. I heard <laughs> they were ripping be. off ideas, too. They're probably going to rip up, rip up this one. Yeah. Or maybe they already did it, so... I don't, I don't know. know. Probably. We'll see. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I can agree with that, because, yeah, there's a lot of really stupid shit that happens that people just... I, I'm just so amazed on how many people are still, along the same lines, are still totally behind President Trump. Oh, like and you know me, like I've talked about it before on the podcast. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I gave him a chance. I even yeah, talked about yeah. it. I caught a lot of shit for it too. But I'm like, look, I'm off that boat. Like I gave him a chance, and well, you did what you said. You gave yeah. him the chance, and after he took his swing, you were like, fuck this guy. Yeah, yeah, fuck that dude. Because he, he, totally fu- he fucked up. So like, when I think he can't get any worse, he does just, something dumber. I know that's crazy. Yeah, and people are just like sucking it up. Like the whole, his whole thing about the. Uh, the shithole countries. And then people are just like, well, they're all shithole countries. Mm. He talks like the way I talk. I'm like, look, you stupid fuck. Yeah. The president should be better than you and me. Exactly. Like, if, he if shouldn't be calling countries shithole countries because it's his job to make them not shithole countries. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> dude, like, do you think you should be the president? If you do, first of all, they're just showing how fucking retarded you are. Yeah. But second of all, like, he needs to be better than the average person. Yeah. And he's clearly not. He's clearly 
about about average, if not a little bit, you know, maybe on the dementia side. So yeah, you know what's funny is I did watch some videos of him through the ages, and I you do see his clarity, his, his cognitive ability. Yeah, yeah, he's he was in his forties. He was very sharp and just like a normal businessman essentially i mean definitely egotistical and stuff like that but it was clear that he was grounded in reality you know um yeah he similar to the way that kim kardashian broke uh instagram culture by making it super more shallow uh, yeah yeah trump has broken the presidency by making it into a uh sideshow which anybody can run for now so i mean but you know what maybe that will lead to something great because now you're talking any normal person could be president So the people uh, are look. I I can tell you the downside right now. People are when uh, fucking Oprah gave a, a decent speech. People are like, "Yeah, Oprah for president." I'm like, "No, what the fuck? We're living this nightmare literally right fucking now." We took the most popular person from fucking. He's probably not the pro- most popular person on TV, but he had zero fucking political anything, and we made the motherfucker president. And look how a fucking disaster it is. Oprah would do pretty much the same exact thing, except for on the left. You know what I mean? Yeah. This chick believes in fucking pseudoscience. Like, don't get me wrong, she's probably a better human being than mm-hmm. Donald Trump, but... She would I, definitely do more for minorities and women than Trump would. Uh, no, I don't think I don't think she would, because I thought the same thing about uh, President Obama. He didn't do shit for, you know, minorities or anybody. I mean, he did shit for, like, some I don't stuff. Know. Oprah's more black than Obama, though. Uh, well, that's true. Because <laughs> everybody forgets that Obama's, Obama's pretty white. fucking white. Yeah, dude. yeah. He's our when first he mixed in, president. I was like... This is a white black guy, yeah, <laughs> not a black white guy. But still, I mean, you know, I, I just, I, I don't, I think there's something wrong. We all had great hope before he started. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think there's something wrong with like the presidency. I think it really showed when sure. President Obama got in office, where he just, he was so, he, he was befuddled as far as like his actions went. I mean, he got some stuff passed, like uh, the Affordable Health Care Act. I don't like calling it the Obamacare because it's just to me on both sides, it's like kind of polarizing. Mm-hmm. It's unnecessary, maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he passed that, but it was with problems. And, like, basically everything that he passed and all the power that he had, it's, it's all being undone now. You know what I mean? And some stuff I ag- agreed with, but a lot of stuff I didn't really agree with. And a lot of stuff he did was, like, basically ineffective. Mm. You know, like his whole uh, thing on guns where he wrote a bunch of, like, executive orders on uh, on gun control that were basically ineffective. You know? Mm. Yeah, he was definitely not effective. Uh, I mean, he did save the economy, though, didn't he? Mm. Uh, no, dude, it was pretty fucked. No, it was, it was, it was on the way up when he went to office. I mean, like he, one of the things that he did do, which I disagreed with Mm. was, uh, bail out the the car industry and then bail out the banks. Mm. But that, that didn't help people at all. That helped out the industry. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing with, uh, Mm. the affordable health care act. That didn't help out people at all. It helped out the, uh, the insurance industry. Uh, I would say generally, because I know there's some people who are like, well, Obamacare saved my life. Look. If you go in an emergency room, they're not going to turn you away. If you go and get surgery done, they're probably not going to turn you away. You know what I mean? The only thing that did affect was, uh, I guess, um, pre-existing conditions. But they would still give you care. You would just owe the money. Mm. And now you're still going to owe the money. So basically nothing's changed. You know what I mean? Mm. And with the uh, the housing thing, it's just the money went to the banks. Is that true, though? I think if you have a pre-existing condition... You just wouldn't have insurance. Yeah, but there's some services you wouldn't get. Because you just wouldn't be able to afford it. You still can't afford it. That didn't change at all. No, nothing in the Affordable Health Care Act made your actual insurance more affordable. It made my insurance no, I, go up. But it... Yeah, actually, I don't know enough about this to talk about it. Yeah, well, what I'm saying, though, is that, yeah, it, it doesn't it, it doesn't make it 
any more affordable for you. Like they like all the it, it makes health insurance available to you, but you'll have like a six thousand like, fucking dollar deductible or more. But if you have a condition and you don't have insurance when you have the condition, and then you it's really hard to get insurance after that. You get a fat bill, but you'll you'll still get a fat bill underneath the Affordable Health Care Act. I think people are kind of missing the point on that one. It's like hmm. you're still getting a fat ass bill. It might be a little less, but it's not going to be. But isn't what, that the difference between people who can get insurance and not get any insurance? No, because they, they, do, they do the same thing. They just use emergency or urgent care. So when they get the bill and they don't pay it. But that's just for urgent care. I'm talking about what about if you, let's say you need like long-term treatments for con- chronic conditions and stuff. They know? won't. I don't, I'm fairly certain that they cannot, legally, they can't deny you care. I don't know. But you might, you might, they you, might deny you some options. But if you get but, the crazy bills, when you get insurance though, you just pay your deductible and then... And then they're supposed to take care of most of the rest. Have you ever not paid a medical bill? Yeah. Do you know what happens? Uh, your credit gets a ding? No, it doesn't. It's actually legal for your credit to get dinged for mm. medical They reasons. just send a bunch of bills until they stop sending them? That's all, you, that's all that happens. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how bad is that? Yeah, but... I, it's, it's definitely a problem for the but medical like, for industry. instance, let's say you break your leg and stuff. You can't go see a physical therapist. If you broke a leg, you go to an emergency room. After that, if let's say you had to rehab it. Okay, you can still go. You, you I think you can you still can't go, go to the emergency room to rehab it because well, you can like, go to the emergency room and get it fixed and set. Right, but if you let's need say, rehab, you for can, instance, you, I fucked my back up and right. I had to, had to do like six months of therapy. Right, if I didn't have insurance, they'll bill you, and you just don't pay the bill. It's fucked up. I, look, and then you what just I'm leave saying, to a different. Yeah, what I'm saying is totally <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> okay, I got. What you're but saying you can now. literally do that. <laughs> <laughs> so and now mm, the light just went off. <laughs> yeah, and so now basically you can do the same. You can still not afford the same amount of shit and just not pay it. <laughs> I see. So that that was the whole problem that I had with with okay. the affordable health care because it didn't make anything actually more affordable. Yeah. What, what it did though is that it made it so you were forced to buy insurance, mm-hmm. and if you didn't, yeah, you pay a penalty. Yeah, you pay a penalty. Yeah. I think that's fucked up. I, I, I think that there's a better approach that he could have done, but I understand that his hands were tied um, as far as that goes. And that I feel fucking bad about. We need to, we should have diverted money from other places to make uh, health insurance either government government run, which mm-hmm. is kind of good and bad, mm-hmm. or a, a different route. The, the government run thing would probably be, would be better. Like if he took some money, like, I don't know, find the $10 trillion that were missing from the DOD <laughs> and then put that into actually, yeah. and like expand Medicare. I'm yeah. fine with that. But just the way that that is done, it was really, in my opinion, half-assed. So, okay, I don't really have too much comment. Yeah, sorry. I just I've been through like a lot of a lot of medical shit. Mm-hmm. I tell you about yeah, like how I have like a fucked up like medical condition and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you clearly have more experience than me. And my mom worked for like uh, admissions for oh. Stanford. So oh, really? That's another reason why. And so did uh, my cousin. He worked at Stanford too. Mm. So he was actually an HR guy, which is funny because if you know him, you would think HR. No fucking way. But yeah, <laughs> that's that guy. Got it. He has a degree in HR. What the? Um, anyway, let's uh, change gears a little bit. Let's talk about uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens. It's totally changing gears. The Force Awakens? Or Last Jedi? No, Last Jedi. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we could talk about I'm, Force I'm Awakens. I'm going back into two years I ago. I call it Fart Awakens. Or four years, three years ago. Yeah. Um, so what were your thoughts on the film? I didn't super like it the first time I watched it. In theaters, I caught ha- the second half later again, and uh, I liked it better. You caught the second half, like a second time after I had finished. Oh, okay, okay, movie. okay. Um, I don't know. I love the director. I wanted to like it more. I think, um, yeah, there was just some things that I, I, I was just like, uh, I don't know. Well, there were some like 
continuity, well, not really continuity problems. Even though there's sort of continuity problems. There are problems with the film that I had. I, I like the film, but mm-hmm. there were things well, that... Let me hear what you liked about it first, okay. because I'm curious. I liked... Uh, I like Luke Skywalker a lot. You know, so you like the surly Luke that uh, most people don't. He was surly. Um, yeah. yeah, but it was the same thing with... Um, I think a lot of people forget that Obi-Wan basically did the same thing that Luke yeah. did. Like, pretty much the same thing. And basically, so did fucking Yoda. Mm. And they gave them both passes, but for some reason they didn't give it to Luke. So, well, those two didn't do it as angry as Luke. Luke looked like pretty haggard. Uh, yeah, but Yoda basically was like, no, I'm not going to train. Like, he even didn't even acknowledge that he was Yoda. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, he just totally lied about it. Mm-hmm. And people just ignore that shit, but, The you know. reluctant mentor type yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Keep going with what you like. Um, some of the action scenes were, were excellent. Um, I really liked, uh, what was her name? Rose? Rose Trico? Was her name Rose? Who was that? The Asian girl. What the fuck was her name? Something mm-hmm. Trico. I don't know. I'm pretty sure her name was Rose. Mm-hmm. It was the the Asian girl that fucking kissed uh, mm-hmm. black dude. That was a real Jesus Christ. weird moment. Traitor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like that part. I, I liked her as a character. I know a lot of people didn't, but I, I liked her as a character because she was like fucking nerdy and mm. you don't get a lot of nerdy characters in, mm. in Star Wars. Like that anyway. So I thought that was pretty cool. Okay. And it was cool to see like an Asian character. Yeah. Um, but there was other things where it was just like I couldn't believe him from like both a physics standpoint and oh, yeah, there was some heinous heinousness there yeah and then just like a logic standpoint like i'll give you a couple of examples mm-hmm. uh in the very beginning of the movie when they're dropping bombs yeah um one part was how they're dropping bombs in space but then i was like okay they could use they could use magnets <laughs> they could thrust so, them downwards but they, they just dropped them that's true but it they, was like pearl harbor yeah but they, they just it, open it you're right i'm like okay they could just use, use magnets. well technically just the force of pushing them down, I don't know. Okay, the, there was nothing. Going. There's no mechanism that pushed them, right? And if they pushed them, it would have just floated. It wouldn't have came down like that. Like well, gravity. technically, it would have started falling because there's gravity in the ship until it exits. So it would have already had momentum. I don't know, man. You're right. I mean, it there was, was a little there was dicey. Or something. Yeah. I'm making up the excuse okay. to explain it, but it did look exactly like you said. It just dropped. Yeah. <laughs> Even okay. if keep going, I was just like, okay, it could have been magnets. <laughs> okay. Magnets is totally okay. possible. Sure, sure, right? sure, sure. But then I was like. <laughs> Okay, if they open the door and that chick is standing there, how was she breathing? Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> that bothered me. But I was like, okay, I'll just my disbelief. The one that got me that I thought about for like the longest time that I actually dropped my score days later. Okay. Because I could not reconcile it. Okay. Was uh, near like the middle of the movie uh-huh. when they, they're getting chased by the Empire and they, they start dropping ships. Mm. Two things. First of all, why are all the ships flying in the same direction? Actually, three things. Okay. All the ships did not have to fly in the same direction. That. Uh-huh. that was fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Second of all, if they're all flying in the same direction and they knew that the ship in front of them that they were chasing couldn't jump, why didn't the, the chasing fleet have ships jump in front of the other ships and then just turn around and attack them? That made no sense to me why they didn't do that. And mm-hmm. the most egregious one that I could not fucking reconcile <laughs> was the fact that somebody had to stay behind on the goddamn ship. Yeah, I mean, I was like, there's no fucking autopilot. There's not a fucking droid. Dude, (laughs) Teslas can autopilot. You're saying a ship in the future can't? That was definitely a moment designed for a cliche drama, you know, the captain going down with the ship. And that's what bothered me because it was was something just to push forward a plot point. And I don't like that in movies where it's like we make this thing conveniently available just to push forward. For some reason, I didn't think that, though, when it happened in Star Trek in the reboot. I should have thought that then as well. Yeah. But instead, I was, they did that so well 
you just kind of go with the moment, you know? Well, and it was also a short, quick thing. Yeah. But yeah. definitely with this one, that was a big one that I caught on to. I was like, why the fuck didn't... I was like, also, my friend made an even better point is, why didn't they just take one of those ships that were about to get out of fuel and just use that and just autopilot yes. and just jump that shit? Jump it into them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, when you're talking about Star Trek, uh-huh. um, that's a really good point, uh-huh. but there's two things. Uh-huh. All right, so in Star Trek, there's always somebody at the fucking helm. Always somebody at the fucking but, helm. So that's also kind of wrong, though, because technically they are right. the autopilot. But at least, I mean, there's somebody there. So right. maybe that's why we let it slide, because historically we were used to seeing... I didn't fucking let it slide. Okay. You want to know why I didn't uh, let it slide? Uh-huh. Is because after everybody fucking left the ship and it was just that one chick, what was she doing on the ship? Was she at a fucking stick? Was she flying something? No. She's literally right. looking at the people. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? There is no point in you being on this fucking ship. Right. Like, what the fuck? Right. That's hilarious. That was terrible. Um, and Princess Leia with the... Uh, the space move, the force. I didn't know that the force can uh, save you in, yes. in, in from space. It can, really? but the problem that I have at that point. I mean, it was kind of cool, but she so never that's happened sh- in other comic books. Uh, it happened in games. There's a thing called like a force barrier that you can do. Uh, okay, but that's prob- what I was picturing. That's yeah. how I've explained it in my head. The problem that I but had she is was that, already starting to freeze though. Yeah, but it's just the force. Okay. You know? okay. But the problem that I have is that she never showed any other sort of force powers previously. Even though we knew she was force sensitive, but she never showed any sort of like. Especially Doesn't high she do level it force in the knowledge. non-canon stuff, though, like some demonstrations of the force. No, I mean I don't. I haven't read every fucking Star Wars comic or <laughs> you know either. book, uh-huh. but uh, as far as I know, no. I knew she was force sensitive, but I didn't think that force barrier move was like a high level move. Force for her sensitive. To do. Her vagina tingles when the force is near. Yeah, yeah. Well, she did it in like the the Orgasms original movies without hands. Well, no, huh? in the original movies, she like she actually showed that she was force sensitive because yeah. something happened and she was like she felt it, mm-hmm. all that shit. Hmm. But yeah, her like surviving the you know vacuum of space didn't seem plausible. Yeah, I you know um, the thing about Last Jedi is that you have to remember that it's it's um, completely dependent on what J.J. Abrams started with Force Awakens. Yeah. So here's the crazy thing: all three of the movies, the Force Awakens, Return of the Jedi, and then whatever the final one is. they're all written independently of each other. Yeah. So there's no guideline to take you through an arc. Like, for instance, I just rewatched the Batman trilogy mm-hmm. with Christopher Nolan. And Batman's arc is actually really fucking good over three movies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, he goes through a complete journey as, like, a young, brash hero to, you know, going... Uh, this operatic dark night and then being very broken and having to rise back up. And so he has like a complete arc over three movies. Um, And that's because Nolan and his brother were at the helm the whole movie, the whole time pretty much. So they had an idea of how they wanted to keep it going. Uh, Problem with star Wars is you got different creators, different writers, JJ Abrams. And then, you know, he created Snoke, and it's like, who knows what he wanted him to do. Ryan Johnson had to come up with his own fucking thing dealing with him. Yeah, the way Snoke died, it was, it was like, really whack. I hope he comes... Like, I, I, I'm really hoping he's not dead, because that'd be a really oh, whack way dead. to die. He got chopped in half, dude. No, no, no. So there's a couple things with Snoke that I, I give them a little wiggle room with. First of all, like, it could have been all of his plan. And second of all, this is the problem that I've had since I watched the movie, is that Snoke never says that he's a Sith Lord. Like, ever. Mm. So I don't know if that dude's really Sith. Mm. Like, uh, everybody I talk to, they're like, well, he said he's Sith. I'm like, no, go back and watch the movies. The motherfucker never says he's a Sith at all. Mm. You know, um, the only person that mentions Sith at all, I think, is uh, Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. And even then, still, I'm not entirely sure if he's really a Sith Lord, because I don't know if 
you know, Snoke is Sith. Hmm. Yeah, I, uh, but I think, that's a tough, I don't like criticizing um, great filmmakers' movies, you know? I do, I will say, though, what disturbed me about this new trilogy is that, at least with George Lucas's, both of his trilogies, he did a really good job of, like, making the world big. Like, yeah. you really get a sense of that there's different planets out there, that this really is like an intergalactic war with, like, all these players that you don't even know about. Yeah. With this new trilogy, you don't get that feeling at all. It just feels like a family melodrama, you know? And mm-hmm. everything is very contained in tight, small kind of worlds where nothing's going on, per se. Like, okay, they make it a little jaunt to this casino world, but what the fuck is that? And there's, like... Um, well, actually, I mean, in Rogue One, they did a better job of feeling that's like different, a though. That's Yeah, not, I know. It's that, not yeah. That, yeah. No, Rogue One did a great job. And yeah. I actually really... I, that's actually my favorite movie so far since they relaunched Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I guess I didn't like the things that you liked. I didn't like... Um, well, some of the choices from the beginning of the tone really threw me off. The fact that the f- opening scene of the movie is like a Verizon commercial gag. He's like, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Is yeah, he? yeah. I was like, dude, that's like in the first two minutes. I was like, a little too early for that funny, you know? Yeah, yeah that's uh, true. And yeah. then um, little things like... The thing about directing, right, is... And who am I to criticize Ryan Johnson? But um, it's really about what you're choosing, like what you think is tasteful, right? And so... Like, the moment when Ray gives him the lightsaber. That's a moment that's been, like, played up in all the commercials. And they kind that of shit on it, yeah. Is, and, <laughs> and, like, in that moment when she gives it to him, there's so many ways that you could play that scene. You can... He can stare at it. He could crush it with his robot hand. He could turn it on and kind of threaten her with it, you know. Um, he could fucking fondle it like a dildo and shove it up his ass but the point is that they chose to go with the beat where he just kind of like flings it over his shoulder in kind of a funny moment you know yeah and so i just felt like there were certain things that it was like more well less less like what star wars is and more what ryan johnson wanted to make star wars into yes and that, that's what i was gonna say like i understand i totally understand your point of view but yeah. i think that his thing was he's basically it's it was kind of like a precursor to the whole movie he's just like saying i'm throwing all the rest of the shit out the window yeah so, which um, I think for some people kind of needed to be done because mm-hmm. people really complained about, mm-hmm. uh, you know, The Force Awakens really being uh, basically a rewrite of the, the original movie. I would have liked so. him to split the difference between the two. Yeah, I, I, agree, I agree. Maybe not yeah. quite, definitely not the hand job that is Force Awakens, but not quite as um, uh, self-indulgent for Last Jedi. But I don't know. I mean, maybe I'll like it more the next time I watch it. It's hard to say. Yeah, I mean it's 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 okay not to like a movie, you know. The I, Asian chick, the Asian chick, she felt like somebody that won a Star Trek um, contest where you get to be on the show, really, and they just gave her lines on top of that, you I, know. Like I liked her. Uh, <laughs> that's how I felt. I don't know. I she was a little like, I like that she was geeky, but I, why did they have to kiss? I didn't. I didn't. There was that didn't make sense. If they become lovers. She liked her? I don't know. If they become lovers, I'm going to be so pissed. Really? Yeah. You want her, uh, you want Finn and Ray? I want something better for Finn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. She's like. What's wrong with the nerdy chick, man? Mm, she has like this huffy puffy kind of vibe to her, you know? Yeah. Kind of like a, she's ready to cry at any moment, you know? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm feeling that, but yeah. Uh-huh. 
It's all right though. We could disagree. Yeah, totally. It's, it's just different how we took it, and yeah. or maybe it's because I'm really used to Asian chicks, so I have a different idea of what type of Asian. See, they're chick still exotic to me, because you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I don't. I just didn't see the chemistry though. Oh, I didn't, before somebody gets mad at this podcast, when I said exotic, I was totally just fucking joking. I see Asian people all the time. So uh, yeah, is that a bad thing to say? <laughs> yeah, people get pissed. They're like, "Oh, just like a fetish or whatever." I'm just like, "Well, you know, whatever." <laughs> Exotic to me just means more flavor than the standard vanilla like American white girl or something like that. Yeah, well, it's just like there's very few Asians. I'm trying to think about another Asian that's been in Star Wars. I'm not really that's coming true. Anybody, No, that was so. a big thing, and I recognize how important that was. Um, I also had this weird vibe that it was kind of like Ryan Johnson's, his personal agenda of, like, I want this nerdy Asian chick. Um, I just... Well, from I, what I read, he made the character, I think, for her. She was a, that's I what I mean. Was, yeah. It felt very... I could tell when a director is doing making a choice that's very self-indulgent. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it might not be who I would cast if I didn't know this girl, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make this work. Well, I heard that thing, she you know? she was going for a different role, and then he was like, "Oh, I like you, so we're gonna make this new role for you." Yeah. So, so yeah. I'll something. give you an example. If if it was my choice, I would have made like an Asian chick Boba Fett. Like oh yeah, some be badass, badass yeah. Asian chick that just like hunts fucking. But then people uh, be mad because be like, if you use if you use any sort of fucking martial arts, people get mad. She doesn't have to know much. She can just blast people. Blast people. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> but the point is, like, it's kind of this is my personal taste. Obviously, it's kind of similar to like why I didn't take a immediate shining to Jeremy Lin in the NBA is because I want like my Asian American basketball hero to be like a dude that dunks on people and talks shit and fucking just shits on people on the court and acts like kobe not like the nice guy that went to an ivy league school and is like just lucky to be there you yes know what i mean i'm kind of, yeah i feel on that because i'm sort of the same way when it comes to like when i see people that are african-american mm-hmm. that people are like oh my god they're doing this but it's like a normal thing yeah i'm like it's not cool just because they're black like <laughs> exactly. it's a normal thing you know what i mean yeah so there he went to college i'm ex- like yeah people go to fucking college <laughs> It more highlights the fact that there's there's something that there's a little bit of affirmative action going on. I um, but at the same time, I have to respect and acknowledge that this is how those roles eventually happen because somebody needs to blaze a trail and and you're gonna do it however you got to do it. So yeah, yeah, you know what? Maybe the first Asian American NBA baller isn't gonna be like Allen Iverson, but eventually there will be one. Yeah, and that'll yeah. be the dude that I'll be fucking, I'll be rocking. But yeah, uh, like you want the you want the first dude to be just kind of cooler. Well, not just even cooler. You want him to be like clearly like one of the best. Exactly. And I don't like, think Jeremy Lin is like one of the best. No, he's yeah. not. He's he's definitely decent, but yeah, he's he's not gonna. So I, I so that's how I felt about the Asian chick in the movie. I felt like she it was a little bit of a, a stretch. Um, I thought she wasn't the best actor. I thought she overacted a little bit. Everything was very like my sister. Don't you understand? And I was like, "Fuck, girl!" Like, I understand there would be people like that in the universe. I just I'm like, why? Like you. Like, if you think about, let's say, okay, the cast of the original trilogy, they're so perfect, dude. You got Luke, the idealist. Because well, they're, they're all white? What are you saying here, man? You, I'm well, totally Chewbacca, just kidding. what is yeah. he? There's <laughs> <laughs> a white dude underneath. Yoda's green. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, but I'm saying in the sense that each character had a valuable role to play and created an, an iconic character. You know what I mean? 
her her character will be iconic to younger people and to Asian Americans and yeah. to Asian American yeah. girls especially. And to me, fucking um, younger shit. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. <laughs> to anybody who liked her. Um, but imagine if, yeah, if she was more like a Boba Fett, then like you could dress up as her in Halloween and you'd be like this badass, badass like chick, you know? Right. So that's my character. Whoever's doing the next Star Wars, make the Asian chick badass. All right. Yeah. Actually, there is a chance for a. Uh like an Asian badass in the Star Wars universe because there's a... I forget her fucking name, but it's there's a, a a girl that's a Sith. She's not a Sith Lord, but she's she's Force-sensitive and mm-hmm. can use lightsabers, but she's not a Sith Lord, but mm-hmm. she's trying to be a Sith Lord. I see. And she's bad and she's, and she's bald, mm-hmm. but she's a fucking badass. I forget her goddamn name, and she's in a... If you watch Gendy Tarkovsky's uh, Clone Wars, mm-hmm. she's in that, and then she's also in... One of the Star Wars like uh, anime, it's it's still underway. Okay. One of the Star, I was saying it was still on because my monitors went off. Mm. Uh, one of the Star Wars uh, CGI ones too. I forget a goddamn name, but she's a uh, she's badass. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so Star Wars, I'm not big on the new trilogy. Uh, and uh, well, you know, honestly, I'm not surprised because. I mean, it's you're not a, for me though. It's for the kids. Yeah, when it's not, so it's they not, get that watered down weak shit. Yeah, because I mean, you're you're more of like. A, <laughs> I don't know how to put it and not seem insulting, but you like. I'm snobby. No, no, no. You like movies with like substance, and this movie doesn't really have substance. No. You know what I mean? And like, you know what? But it it's a Disney vehicle. Come on. Yeah. So yeah. we have to acknowledge that it's it wasn't made with the same integrity that the original, even the two trilogies that George Lucas made had a lot more integrity because even with the prequels that nobody liked, he really went for it though, and he did continue his exploration of what gave birth to Star Wars, which is his interest in, like, Eastern philosophy and politics yeah, and stuff a, like that. he's a terrible director, though. Terrible I know, but what I'm saying is his intent was pure. Yeah. Versus yeah. these movies, the intent isn't as pure because it's clearly a money-making vehicle, and it's more important for it to be successful financially than it is to be, like, a work of art. Clearly. Right. Well, I wish he would he would have went back to handing the reins over to, a, like... Different directors? Yeah, well, no, no, no. So in the original trilogy, right, he directed the first one. Yeah. And it was not, as far as like a movie goes, it wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. The second and third one was directed by a soap opera director. Yeah. And they were fucking awesome. Yeah. And I wish he would have done something like that for these Pretty new cool. trilogies. It's like give like a drama actor, somebody that knows how to develop characters, because I think that's what we're missing mm-hmm. in that's uh, this a new That's a great point. Uh, that is one thing I've learned. Um, the beauty of this age of so much content, they actually, uh, what? The people just want action now, you know? Well, but that's not really true, because if you look at the TV shows that are successful and stuff, they all feature actors who are doing great work. Well, if you look at movies, though, like, what's making the most money as far as movies go? It's yeah. superhero movies, right? It's all action. Yeah. I think those numbers are conflated, though, because the ticket prices have gone up, but attendance have gone has gone down, mostly. So, like, the number of people going to the movies is going down. And they're only going to, you're right, the action, the popcorn stuff. and But those, that's why Jodie Foster made a comment about how blockbusters are poisoning cinema. And I totally agree because you're raising entire generations of people to expect nothing but mindless junk when you go to a movie theater versus in the 90s and early 2000s and stuff, you know, mid-level thoughtful dramatic films that changed so many people would never get made now like there would be no goodfellas or casino or forrest gump or fucking 
Raging Bull or, you know, all the movies that are actually like contributing to like the human talking about the human condition and, and helping us understand each other better, blah, blah, they wouldn't exist. They're, they're few and far between now. Well, I, I agree, but there is a ray of hope. I, I think it generally, it comes down to audiences and I think we're, we're kind of delving into idiocracy ter- territory yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. A bit. Yeah, you're right. Because I think people are getting dumber. It is, for uh, sure. We're definitely getting dumber. Yeah. But yeah. I also have raised the hope because there's also certain shows that are doing well yeah. that are you know really thought-provoking, like uh, like Black Mirror. Well, that's what I'm saying. All the all the juice has gone to TV, and oh, yeah. movies, unfortunately, are becoming like a hollow shell of what they used to be. Yeah. So it doesn't really... It's, it, and that's what goes back to the point, though, is even the TV shows that are doing well... They're either really well written or really well acted, and usually both. You yeah, know what I mean. Yeah. And actually, being really well directed is not even as important. You know, television is considered the a writer's uh, medium. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that have the most control over the the quality of the product. Yeah. Movies are considered the, the director's medium. They have the most control over that. And then theater is considered the actors, obviously, because yeah. they're the ones. So, um, yeah, I don't know. What. Well, you know, I also think that just in general, like the way that we consume media is changing. Like, I think Netflix is really throwing a lot of shit on its head. Yeah. So I think, um, I don't want to say they're in our death rows, but Hollywood is in trouble. And I think they realize that. So they're just yeah, basically they doing what's a guaranteed moneymaker. And right now, that's action movies and, you know, Disney and Marvel shit. I mean, it, it definitely shows as far as numbers go. I know. And they're doing, they're the monster that created the situation. And they're going to have to keep doing it. And then uh, I think that a re-education of society has to happen. Um, so my personal goal is to teach people how to watch good movies again someday. Well, it's going to be hard. It's going to be really hard. Yeah, especially the way that we're all, especially kids today that are, that are developing. They're not developing in a normal human manner. I mean, you know what? And then maybe that is, you're right, because of the way that we're developing, the way that we are changing the values of entertainment and stuff and what type of entertainment, uh, we're moving towards everything being an experience. So maybe, and you know, no film director wants to hear this, but maybe someday movies are like going to be looked at the way poetry is looked at right now. Like some people really love it and it has its beauty, but most people just don't give a fuck. And you can't, unfortunately, you can't stop that. You That's know what, what I'm mean? saying. That's yeah. the progress of, of human nature. And so I think if we're going to go deeper on that, then for artists, really their only job is to adapt with the technology so that they can keep... Uh, the point of art is to hold up a mirror to ourselves and to help us uh, understand ourselves better yeah. and grow. So whether that means you're a caveman with freaking using ashes and, you know, whatever paint that you figured out how to make on the cave walls to making virtual reality experiences where you're you know putting people in the shoes of other people and telling a story that way it doesn't matter the point is you just gotta you gotta go with it i think vr eventually vr AR, everything it should take they're both taking over everything like i think i told you like the most like guaranteed crazy experience that i've had in any kind of medium was um i wish i can get you to use this i don't know if you've used it yet but it was like this uh this experience where basically you put on a headset and you're playing, you're basically watching a movie, and but you're the person, right? And so you look around, but you can only look where the guy is looking. And then, and you showed me that one. Oh, did and I show they you? Switch to the girl. Yeah, that yeah. shit was so fucking amazing. I always think about that experience too. Yeah, it's so that's why a lot of people nickname it the empathy machine. I think, um, yeah, people who think 
I mean, look, we're on the same page. <laughs> it's going to happen. So anybody who thinks it's not, just keep waiting. And uh, once, I'm telling you, once the sex dolls really up their game. They are now. I mean, Jesus Christ. Dude. People, people, people forgot about, about real dolls, but they've been around for a long time and they're still good. Yeah. But now there's like newer ones coming out that look way more real. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Once it passes the eye test where you kind of can't really tell the difference. Yeah. And honestly, like <laughs> this, this actually gave me a hilariously terrible joke is I think they should make little, uh, little boy dolls for pedophiles. Actually, this is a fucked up thing. <laughs> but just something let them that... fuck the boy robot. Yeah. Somebody else. And don't the... rape somebody's kid. Yeah. Somebody else said that too. <laughs> I think it, it might've been Joe Rogan that talked about that. Yeah. He's like, it'd be bad, but would it? Because yeah. they're not raping boys, but they well, they would be bad because it would. Um, there's a there's a psycho psychological term for when you introduce a new concept into society. It it makes it automatically gives a certain uh, condonement that it's okay. Yeah. So making those dolls would automatically be saying thereby that in some realities it's okay to fuck boys you know yeah i think so <laughs> we should probably figure out how to make them not want to fuck boys exactly yeah. that would be a better way but um usually people who are pedophiles had some sort of trauma in their lives uh and it's usually by a pedophile yeah it's like a, exactly yeah. it's a, a cycle that keeps going so um that but that is a funny joke to consider though that yeah you know it's, it's a joke but it's like one of those things it's like it's thought provoking it's like yeah. it would but it's bad you it's, know it would work for in maybe it's more like saying you'd be creating methadone for a heroin addict as opposed to like stopping them from becoming heroin addicts in the beginning you know? yeah so it's, it's a fucked up thought experiment but yeah. you know, maybe you're right. With everybody has a sex doll, and then the population is going to take a dive. It would. I mean, look at look at Japan. I mean, yeah, they're already Japan is a real life model. If you ever want to see what happens to a culture that that is decimated by um, the uh, overworking and the separation of humanity from themselves yeah. and all that stuff, then look no further. Thriving economy, but I mean, they're literally almost missing an entire generation. They pay they pay people a lot of money to have children now. Yeah, I'm going to Japan in end of March for a couple weeks. Nice. I I almost wish I can donate my my fucking services for women. You know, maybe you could, you probably could. Is there a way? Can I? Is there like a Craigslist ad I could put out? There probably is. I gotta yeah. figure that out. Make makes me want to talk to your girlfriend though first. <laughs> Ugh, yeah it's too late now it's already on the air well oh, not it, yet but, she's not gonna listen to this shit you never know man yeah you're right because i might just wake up one day like fucking uh or just not wake up one day yeah, yeah. <laughs> are your dicks next to you instead of a horse head yeah. it's like what the fuck <laughs> she she is very psychotic so i, I do have to be careful um, <laughs> you're making it worse man i know i'm just totally making it worse but you know what uh i want to make it even worse and just say that uh I was kidding. <laughs> I was totally joking. He's nodding right now. Yeah. yeah he's totally joking. <laughs> you know what? Okay, actually I talked about her with this. My she's really cool though. Um so one of my dreams is to either have one one woman or have at least five wives. That's a very wide range. Yeah. One or five. Yeah. I think one is great if you find, like, the love of your life, you know? Uh, but if you don't find the love of your life, then you might as well have five. See, I can't, I can't, 
I can't do that. Yeah. Most uh, people don't think that way. But you know what's funny is I, I never went through a phase where I thought girls were icky. Hold on. Yeah. It would be nice. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I would feel that at some point. You know what I mean? Well, okay. You do have to make a lot of money to be able to do that. I'm already balling, so what's up? You'd have to be balling. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you know what's funny is I brought this up to her, and what you know what her response was to well, me? She said, well, you know, in Middle Eastern culture, you can only do that if you could provide the same live quality yeah. of life for every woman. I was like, deal. Is that a deal? Those are goals. Yeah. I didn't push it further after that. <laughs> she was pulling the knife out, and you were like, all right, I'm just, you but know. But she did also say to me the other night that if uh, uh, if I ever cheated on her, she would poison both of us. Okay, so, so that's a problem. That's yeah, yeah. So, um, but luckily she trusts me and knows that I. She trusts you enough to poison you. Yeah. Think about it like like that. Yeah, she's uh, the more that she's. Don't more, fuck around. The that's deeper a... we've gotten, the more that she's become possessive. Uh, but that's normal. that's normal. I know that is normal. But she's just also psychotic, so she expresses it in ways that make me want to watch my back. <laughs> <laughs> i mean there's definitely you're in like the how long have you guys been together uh i guess like a year and a half now. year and a half okay so you're in like that yeah you're gonna come across like a lot of like real deep fucking get to know you shit like because you don't really know somebody for a while you know what i mean and that's when you start opening up into like the shit that would normally um turn people away or question you and so you're going to start getting in. Well, the reason why I like her. her is because she's psychotic. So I feel oh, yeah. like I could be totally normal. You know yeah. what I mean? But she's even more psychotic than I am. So if I ever disappear or die for any reason, I just want you to know right now. That <laughs> for sure, it was foul play. Yeah, that's uh, that's dangerous. Yeah. But, you know. I like you know living what you're life into, on the edge. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what I'm getting into. I'm just fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've, I've been through... I mean, you know me, man. I've been through some bad, and uh-huh. you know now I'm in a good relationship. So yeah, of course. But communication. I mean, as long as you guys talk it out and you understand what you're getting into, I think that's the best way to go. So yeah, I think it's also a continuous process of of checking in and seeing where you are. You know. Yeah, yeah. Because people also can grow apart. Um, cool. So what's next? Uh, I had an idea, and I don't know because it's kind of short notice for your schedule. Okay. But SF Beer Week is coming up. And I would like to spend at least one full day with you. <laughs> when when is this though? Because I would like to re- go record on. a podcast. No, 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 not just a podcast. We did like a whole fucking day vlog. Whoa! So I'm bringing out the camera, and we're gonna fucking vlog the entire fucking day. And then you're gonna help me. You're gonna show me how to properly put together some shit. Okay. Um. When is it though? It's uh, it starts technically on February 9th, and it goes through. Uh, what is the ninth? It's a Friday. It goes from the Jesus Christ. This is January, uh, February. It goes from the ninth through. Uh, should be the the seventeenth through my last day. So the ninth through okay. the seventeenth should be my last day. I can probably make that work. Yeah, just just one day, but mm-hmm. it's gonna be like I'm basically gonna get up in the morning, drop my daughter off more than likely, and then we're gonna go take part and start drinking. Okay. Uh, when I say drinking, it's probably gonna be like ten in the morning drinking. <laughs> so bring a spare liver. Okay, we'll see. I'm on blood pressure medicine now, so I can't really drink as much as Are you I... fucking serious? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. We can fix that. Yeah, we should fix that. We talked about it. You need to just... I told you, the best time to start is now. Let's just fucking do it, man. Uh, 
And I understand what I'm saying let's do it after beer week, but we can fix I that can just shit. pace myself a little more. I you know what yeah, I have to, yeah, just pace it. I have to make some drastic changes though, because even if I have uh like a glass of whiskey or something, I'll for sure like my heart will start beating like more and like uh I'll feel like a little numbness in my arm and shit like that. Whoa. Yeah. It's like pretty I've tested it many times and yeah, it's not good. Dude, we can definitely fix that. Yeah. So uh I gotta fix my diet. I gotta. I actually signed up for a boot camp thing where I could work out at six a.m. You know. That's good. That's yeah. early though, but that's good. That's the I mean, only time I can people. do it. Yeah. yeah. So I have to do it. So I actually got already got the group on because a couple days ago my body was like just so fucked up. I could tell it was yeah. like really. I've unhappy. been there. Yeah. And so I just I bought it. Well, you've seen me literally shrink in front of your eyes. I've been like when we first met, I was over two hundred pounds, and now I'm like one seventy. Mm-hmm. I've been like. The high 160s, low 170s. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we can do it. It's possible. Now's it, the time. It's not that hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when you say do it, what does that entail? Uh, you got to change your diet. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I would put you on keto, the really? ketogenic diet, and then after after probably two at least two months of keto, we would do intermittent fasting, okay. and then that would fix a lot of stuff, and then uh, we would start working out together. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I need to do it. I'm uh, I'm feeling the pain. Yeah, because I've been. Uh, I've had on the high end of blood pressure. I've mm-hmm. been two points away from being on statins. You know, I used to be two hundred fifty pounds, mm. and I fixed all that shit. Really? Yeah. I yeah, did. I've been having some serious. Even on the way over here, I actually got really paranoid because I, uh, uh, my heart started, and I think, oh, I had like acid, uh, acid reflux, reflux too. Yeah, which makes your heart, or kind of makes you think your heart is like, uh, anyways, it's kind of hurting, you know. Yeah, and then. Yeah. Uh, and then my left arm was getting tingly again, and my left freaking leg has been... Uh, that's not good, man. Like, I went on the airplane, and it was got swollen after. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's common for people with uh, high blood pressure. Or, yeah. Yeah. I um, can feel it. Like, if I have, like, a drink, I could actually feel the pressure increase in my circulation. Wow. And then I have a blood pressure machine, and when I test it it like hurts you know what i mean yeah yeah like so, the skin feels tight and hurty and shit like that yeah and like yeah. you've been holding your like your the blood from flowing in your arm for too long or something so i think i got some circulation issues i think i got a bunch of junk in my blood well you know i, yeah. I can tell i mean you're probably not active enough i'm definitely so, not active yeah enough. that's 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 one of the first mm-hmm. problems and then diet is something you got to tackle too yeah and it's just something that you don't have to do it like forever but it's no, I now's the time, dude. Yeah, to get my shit together. Yeah, like I always say, the best time is now. Yeah. So, so once we start, you can kick my ass all you want. Yeah, I'll, I won't start off too bad, but you're definitely gonna feel it. Yeah. So, yeah. Wait, so I gotta check out that website you sent me a long time ago. Yeah, rule dot me. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good place to start for as far as your diet goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, th- I tell everybody that my my uh, I got my brother to go on on uh, on keto, and he went on keto like two weeks ago, and he's already, he already he's already lost eight pounds. The problem is. It, any diet I do, I could do it, except uh, when my mom makes dinner, I just end up eating whatever she makes. Just say no, dude. It's like, which is like generally dinner. healthy, but well, but if it has carbs in it, then you're gonna, you're gonna have to say no. Okay. You know, this is this this diet. No carbs. It basically no carbs. I okay. mean, you're gonna like in the first at least month, you're gonna be limiting yourself to twenty carbs a day, which is for most people. You know what? I'll no just carbs. give her the list of everything I can eat. Yeah. And then she's gonna be angry though, because. It, it's not going to be like your normal anything that you would normally cook, probably. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, look, this is my health right now. So that's actually the only resolution I really made. Well, I made two resolutions, which is number one, putting my health first this year. 
Uh, number two is to be completely unlimited and make whatever kind of art I want without, you know, being limited and feeling afraid of judgment or whatever. And, uh, so I'm with it, man. So think of it this way. Mm -hmm. You said to put your health first. Mm -hmm. Have you done it yet? A little bit. Not really. A little bit. Not really. Okay. So you're basically, you're 18 days of failing into this year. Yeah. It took me a little bit to, uh, to, to get my bearings. I had a salad today. (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) I had a salad today. Yes. This is what people say (laughs) when they don't. What the fuck, man? Look, this is what people say (laughs) when they don't take care of themselves. That's going to be the end of this podcast. It's going to be, I had a salad (laughs) today. It was a falafel salad. Yeah. Is this. I like falafels too, but it's deep fried fucking be- beans. Oh, is it deep fried? Yeah, yes, it's it deep fried I beans. I thought it was healthy because it was beans. <laughs> no, it's deep I didn't fried know it was beans. Deep fried. Yeah. Okay, so I failed. I love falafel too, but it's deep falafel fried. Falafel is delicious. Deep fried. Uh, See, now it makes more beans. sense because I never had beans taste that good. So obviously they were, had to be fried. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I love falafel, but they're they're deep fried. <laughs> okay, so I failed again, but um, uh, but the point is that if as long as you're alive, you can keep trying to be better. Uh, that is true. However, mm-hmm. that is a very low standard. Standard, yeah. Because sure. um, once your quality of life gets to a certain point, mm. um, living becomes a problem. Yeah, that's true. Like, like I think uh, this is one of the things that got to me when I got to my fattest when I was two hundred fifty pounds, and I was like, basically, society is keeping me alive. I'm not keeping myself alive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if I was like stranded somewhere. I'm not going to fucking survive. And as a Marine, that was deeply insulting to my fucking soul. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I was just like, dude, what the fuck? And I think there's a lot of people. You you became useless. Yeah, basically. (laughs) All these people that you see around on fucking uh, like hover rounds and all those fucking like people that are like really, really obese. Society is keeping them alive. That's true. In this modern age, it's enabled them to survive. Yeah. Yeah. They would all be, uh, they'll be eaten. Well, they wouldn't have never made it to that point. No, they would have died already. That's yeah. Especially back in the day when you could die from a bad cough, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's good. Well, it, it doesn't, it doesn't help that our society right now enables it. Like if you go and we're we're force fed this shit. Like if you look at, look at commercials with pharmaceutical commercials, mm-hmm. they have these commercials that are very misleading. Like they have uh, commercials for these these medications that are for shit that you don't even. First of all, you don't need to begin with. Like all these statin commercials, uh, if you you can look it up right now, but people that are on statins, which are uh, to combat um, heart disease and high blood pressure and all that kind of shit, or I'm sorry, high cholesterol, um, they don't live any longer than somebody that had high cholesterol and just and did didn't the fuck take they it. wanted. Yeah, they don't live any longer. Really? Yeah, but what it does do is if you listen to the commercials, it gives you a long list of side effects. <laughs> Wait till the next commercial that you see. What is it combating? It's combating all the side effects of the commercial that you just listened to. No. And then it gives you a new list of side effects. Right? It's a so, racket. Yeah, so most people that are on statins, they, men mostly, when they take those statins, it fucking kills their dick. Right? And so they need to take something to get their dick up again. Because uh, what statins do is it lowers your cholesterol. Well, you need cholesterol to produce hormones. Mm. That's like the one of the main things for cholesterol. So when you take something that reduces your cholesterol... And your hormones are all fucked up. You're not making testosterone right. You're not making all the other normal shit right. You're not going to get a fucking boner anymore. And so you have to take, you know, like Viagra or Cialis or something like that just to get your dick up. And then those come with problems too. Mm. You know what I mean? Of course. Those things give people heart attacks and shit. Yeah. And that's how you get... 
Viagra wasn't even originally created to make your dick hard. It was basically it was made to just uh, help your heart rate and and uh, what do you call it? Not heart pumping. That's a better fucking word for it. Circulation. Mm-hmm. It was made for circulation. But they just noticed that it went to your dick first. So mm-hmm. that's what. And then they about. saw the billions. Yeah, they're like, this is much better than what we were trying to do. Yeah, it's all just <laughs> this this crazy fucking machine. Like it's like yeah, we're living longer, but wait. Could... So you're saying taking blood thinners is causing? It's affecting my dick? Cholesterol medicine, yes, definitely. Because it fucks with your hormones. Oh. Like, that bit. makes sense, because I used to wank it like 10 times a day, and now I, I only do it like a, a <laughs> couple like, times uh, a day, dude. It. Yeah, I, I would almost... <laughs> it's a high probability that if you're taking those me- medicines that your testosterone is low. I don't like that. Yeah, that, that's a problem. And that, that's the reason, one of the reasons why I like the ketogenic diet um, is because uh, when you're consuming that much fat... That it comes with cholesterol and fat is, um, you need fat to survive. There's no such thing as a, as, um, essential carbohydrate, but you have essential fats and Hmm. essential proteins, Hmm. right? And then, like I said, with, with, uh, cholesterol, your cholesterol can be high and you can be healthy. And I think that that's one of the things that people kind of misunderstand. I think even just modern medicine, there's very few actual doctors that look at it from like a holistic approach. Like, Hey, you have high cholesterol, but it's for a reason. And most most of the time, people have high cholesterol is because it also when you have uh, cholesterol repairs your arteries. Mm. And so, if you have high cholesterol, it could be it, it's telling you that hey, something is probably it could be wrong. But if you don't look at why it's wrong, mm. you're like hey, okay, well the guy has usually high blood pressure, high blood pressure and high cholesterol. Well, the reason why they have high cholesterol is because they have high blood pressure mm-hmm. because your fucking heart is pumping way too goddamn hard mm-hmm. and it's blowing out your fucking veins. Yeah. And your cholesterol is going through and constantly repairing all these mm-hmm. fucking arteries and veins and shit. And that's usually the reason why most people have those problems. But instead, they lower their cholesterol, which lowers the amount of repair that your heart or that your arteries and veins do. So, so. I could eat red meat with this diet. Yes. But you shouldn't eat that much red meat. Yeah, so I was about this, to say, but could I not eat that much? Yeah, I don't, so... Because I eat, I think, uh, yeah, I eat too much red meat. Yeah, this is definitely, it's going to lower the amount of meat that you eat in general. Oh, okay. It should. Cool. Right, so some people, they so like to eat eggs, bacon every huh? day. Yes, I eat bacon. Oh, I used to eat eggs all the time, not so much anymore. Um, Plain Greek yogurt, olive oil, nuts and seeds. Yeah, nuts berries. and seeds. Like, most of my fat came from avocados and macadamias, so... Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to have to do this, man. And I'm in. It's and then there's like I don't know. We'll, we'll talk once you get into it. I'll, you know, I'll get you through. Like, so I'm gonna start my boot camp though, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna eat more healthy, which to me means less red meat, more vegetables, less carbs. And there's yeah, low carb vegetables. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's actually not a whole lot of things wrong with red meat. Like, kind of gets a bad name. I just don't eat that much red meat anymore because I don't feel the need to. Well, I, there are definitely a lot of studies that do link eating too much red meat between the ages of like 30 and 50 to like heart disease and shit. Yeah. But they also don't tell you what else they were eating. Like the person, that's the problem I have with these studies. Cause for the longest time, you know, when we go to like the way back in the day with like cavemen and shit, what do you think they were eating? True. And cancer though. 
Probably, you know the true other truth is though a lot of food we eat is just bad food though. Yeah, that's that's what it is. That's why I Making say when they food have these, at home is a lot more healthy. Well, yeah, that's why I say when they have these studies out, they say, hey, they had red meat. They're you but know they have more like cancer. Other but it's people's like, red meat. Well, it's not even just the red meat. It's like what else were they fucking eating? Mm-hmm. Like you can't just probably tell a lot me, of burgers and shit like that. Yeah, like in what McDonald's else goes in the burgers and, and shit like that? Yeah, and like exactly. What other kind of like we're eating the a lot salts. of sugar and shit like that? Mm-hmm. You know that, that that's one of the problems that I have when people come out with like that's true. All the sauces that they're probably having. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that offline, but I'm going to make that shit happen. All right. Good. Because I need to get my fucking my body healthy if I'm going to service all those Japanese women. (laughs) I couldn't resist. Are you going to fuck them like they fuck Korea? Exactly. That's what we're going to do. That's what you're going to do because they didn't fuck me at all. I'm going to stab them with my meat shank. (laughs) But uh, no, but I'm actually a quarter Japanese now, apparently, to 23andMe. Yeah. So So it's okay. So it's all good. You could be fucking one of your cousins, but it's okay. <laughs> Somewhere up the line, sure. Actually, you know, that's what kind of fucked me up for a minute. Um, I, said, I think I have mm-hmm. on my other podcast. <laughs> this is I mean, what all me Japanese up. people are inbred anyways. Are they? What's well, a small island? So, But anyway. They're, they're totally inbred. I, uh, when, I was going, when I was in like sixth grade, <laughs> I, uh, there was these two chicks that were really cool. <laughs> and I thought they were they were both really cool, and I, I wanted to date one of them. Mm-hmm. It didn't really matter which which one, right? But <laughs> yeah. one one was kind of hotter, but the other one had a, a better personality. Okay, right. And so I ended up Betty uh, and Veronica, very yeah. common situation. So I ended up uh, dating one briefly, and the other one ended up being sort of related to me, and I didn't know at Ooh, the time. Good call. Yeah, but you know, it's, she's my uh, my stepdad's daughter and i totally didn't know mm-hmm. but so obviously no blood relation yes but that shit freaked me the fuck out yeah. when i was a kid i was just like was holy shit that yeah was a good move your jet your force was working in that yeah or fate was working. i fucked up the whole family tree yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so but i want to go back real quick and talk because uh the whole inbred thing so <laughs> japanese people the reason why i say they're inbred is first of all japanese people and korean people came from mongolia that's why we all we look mongolian okay so, number one, we're all Mongolian. Number two, if you look at Japanese early creationism myths, they uh, said that they came from a, a, a beam of moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> this is just as ridiculous as this coming is, from a rib. So, right, right. You know. So, this is how they got to the island. But in actuality, how they really got there was the Mongolians migrated to Korea, became Korean... And then, or what would become Korean, and then a group of people saw an island and was like, oh, we're going to go over there instead, and fuck you guys. And then they left and then created Japan. So that's why I say they're inbred, because they are the result of that tribe of people disappearing and and isolating themselves. Because they weren't like, Korea is like, tied is landlocked, so they're mixing with Chinese people, they're still mostly Korean, but they're... Mixing more than Japanese people were. So don't get mad, Japanese people. I'm saying you're inbred, but well, I can't. Well, okay. if they are. Irish people are inbred too. Well, if they are all inbred, they're not. Well, look at their porn. Well, no, no, no. But I mean, they're <laughs> no, not. Joking. They're not, uh, <laughs> they're not exhibiting. Shows. They're not exhibiting typical inbred uh, problems. They're not so inbred that they're like. Like um, hemophiliacs and close yeah, eyes close like together the, and stuff like that. Yeah, where they uh, don't have enough genetic variety. Yeah. Like when direct cousins or brothers or sisters or something make babies or england whatever. yeah exactly <laughs> and there's a lot of countries that are smaller they are more isolated the more quote inbred they are so when i say inbred I, i'm talking about light inbreeding okay this just is, a little bit this is not nothing serious to get angry about people are still gonna get mad 
Yeah, fuck them. Uh, it, it's okay, though. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, fuck Anyways, um, what else? Did you see the H&M controversy? Mm-hmm. H&M with the, the black kid wearing the I'm the coolest bunky in the jungle? <laughs> no, that sounds really bad. Yeah, let, uh, let me show you the, the sweater <laughs> real quick. Surprised you haven't heard about this yet. <laughs> That's sounds terrible. Uh, actually, Kim, where's the controversy? I can spell. There we go. You put C O N and it says controversy. It's awesome. <laughs> People got so fucking mad. Well, it's a kid too. Yeah. People got... Holy shit! It says coolest monkey in the jungle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that the that that's not real, right? It is real. <laughs> oh my god! So wait, H and M is owned by Asian people, uh, or is it white people? I think it's, it's white people. Yeah. Holy shit, that's really bad. It's bad. So <laughs> it's the fuck. I'm gonna say it's bad, but okay. So this is bad, but I don't think that they meant to do this. I honestly don't. What makes you think they did it? Because... Because you'd have to be really fucking dumb to do that on purpose. Yes. And it's not even just that. Is that I think, even though people might want to uh, say that I'm wrong, but I have proof. Uh-huh. I think that most of the world goes out of their fucking way to avoid putting any kind of monkey shit yeah, on somebody that's brown. Yeah. And I can prove it with a simple Google shirt. A yeah. simple Google search. Yeah. All right? Follow me now. All right? <laughs> so we're, we're looking at... Google right now. I'm going to type in monkey shirt and I'm going to do it there only. Be, there will be no I'm black gonna, guy wearing Yeah, I'm going to do it only <laughs> at images. You look at monkey shirt. Well, it's it brings not, up that one because that, that kid just okay. showed up. But a couple days ago, they didn't show up. Yeah. But if you look at everybody else, all white people. They're all white people. So I think that people generally go well, out of Well, first of all, monkeys way. are cool. They are cool. People like monkeys. Um, a saying like coolest monkey in the jungle, I could see that being a saying. Um, putting on a little black kid though, that's a, well, this is one of the things though, is that I think a lot of parents call their kids monkey cause they're very fucking monkey like and yeah, people, act yeah. Like dude, my nickname for my girl is we call each other monkey. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that it's kind of weird that, uh, people act like monkeys. Yeah. But I think it's weird that it's still a like a thing cute. that people think that it's like, it's a racially charged thing. When at this point in time, unless you're obviously a fucking racist, it's fucking it's racist, right? But I don't think H and M meant to do it in like a racial way. Even the, the the mom came out about it, and she was like, "Hey, I had no problem with it." And I'm pretty sure if it was a white kid in there, nobody had a problem with it before. Would would not have a problem with it, you know? what I mean, um, I think that it's just like the whole outrage thing. I was just like, it wasn't a huge deal to me because I'm like, I have monkey shirts too, yeah. and I wear them because I think you know chimps and shit are cool. Yeah, but uh. There's still a stigma, though. There is. Maybe for you, it's not as big a deal. It's but not. I'm sure there's a lot of black people that's a big fucking deal. Oh, obviously, I'm in the minority here. It's fucking obvious. You're always in the minority yeah. when it comes to popular opinion. Well, there were riots in uh, in South oh, America, really? in South uh, Africa. Yeah, they like destroyed stores and shit. What over this? Yeah. I was just like, I'm not. Wow. Yeah, I'm not going that far. So yeah, I think it was just like a mistake. I don't think H and M is. The, it's either a mistake or one fucked up evil racist person. That having to convince a, a mom and a kid to, yeah, that's, that's the problem that I have is that the, the Somebody mom. Somebody had to approve it though. 
Well, yeah. I mean, it, it went past a whole bunch of people, including the mom and the kid. So, yeah. And the kid's apparently a, a model. He's been in a whole bunch of other clothes that nobody ever brings up. So, yeah. Interesting. It's fucked up. But I, I, I can kind of I can see both sides. So. I remember when, what was it? Uh, Urban, no. American Apparel had a shirt. It said, two Wongs will make it white. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> or uh, a Wong will make it white. And it was like two Asian caricatures like washing clothes. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah people got really pissed and i was like it's pretty funny i guess it's racist well it's just like the uh remember the one with the the dove commercial where they took off the shirt and that was from black pretty, to white yeah that was visually uh tragic well it was visually tragic <laughs> only because they only showed those two parts i know but when they showed after it the white chick took it off and it was a mexican chick and that's what everybody cut off <laughs> And then the Mexican chick took it off, and it was somebody else. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, So the yeah. point is, they were trying to show that it doesn't matter who you are, you're going to have the same result. Yes, but everybody just, like, stopped. And it was just like, oh, my God, this one part is... But it's, like, it's just showing that, changing mm, somebody else. Interesting, so. interesting. Yeah, people just, they generally see what they what they want to see. And I guess you could say, it's probably, somebody listening to this right now all angry and shit, like, you just want to see what you want to see, too. You're right. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, I choose not to see racism everywhere. Most people who listen to our podcast are similar to us, I think. I hope so. I think. Well, I guess there's it, only like 30 people listening to. This no, there's actually right more than there's more than 30. <laughs> like yeah. 35. No, we we have we have decent numbers as far as like my general podcast goes and this okay. podcast, we have good numbers. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I can say that with with complete confidence. And even yeah. right now, actually, our, our numbers in general are, are are going up. So oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're, we're doing uh we're doing pretty good. We're, so what about if uh what about if the, the shirt said, um, jungle monkey or something like that. <laughs> That's where monkeys fucking belong. That's where monkeys are. That's see, that's the problem that I have. like. Yeah, that's fuck? why I could see it being a saying: the coolest yeah. monkey in the jungle. Because that's where monkeys are. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, maybe they don't put it on the black kid though. Yeah, but then it's like, I'll, so what if I just want? So I have a shirt. It's actually it's a Joe Rogan shirt, but it's a it's a shirt with a, a with a chimp, with like an atom in one hand. Uh, some other shit in the other, and like uh, shrooms in his mouth. <laughs> and I never thought when I bought that shirt. Well, I'm black. I yeah. can't wear this. Sh- I never thought of that. That's you know? true, but that's because those are like imagery, and that's a statement. That I guess. I that's guess. a statement. Yeah. Coolest monkey in the jungle. Yeah. You know, it'd be fucked up is if it said "coolest monkey in the jungle" and on the shirt it had a photo of a black guy. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Then that would be a bit definite. Yeah. So I, that's up. what I'm saying, though, is that the context is still really close. Yeah. So a lot of people are going to be pissed off about it by having a black person model it. But you know, it's so this is these are the, these are the problems that I have with like controversies like this uh-huh. is that they don't make such a big deal about it. Yeah, and they'll ignore other really important shit. Mm-hmm. Like in the Congo, a fucking jungle, there are people called the pygmies that had zero rights mm-hmm. up until recently because because of a white guy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they literally were called subhumans mm-hmm. by Af- other Africans right. and nobody gave a fuck Super about that. On. Yeah, but all of a sudden now, oh, coolest monkey in the jungle, you know, f- I don't see them being activists for shit that actually fucking matters. It's true. Like, there's more slaves today than there were in the time of slaves in America. And there was more slaves in other countries than there were in America. Yet, people in America, or there's some African Americans in America that still will demand reparations. And I'm like, if you are that concerned about slavery... First of all, why aren't you fighting to free all the slaves on the planet alive right fucking now? And then second of all, I forget my second point, but yeah. Also, like, be real. There's no reparations coming. No, there's not. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look, if uh, 
It's if, not coming. I'm if sorry. Japanese Americans aren't getting their fucking reparations, if Native Americans, which I still believe right now they still have it worse off, yeah, than African Americans yeah, do. The the reservations are terrible. For yeah, them. they are, and they're getting that's land that they fucking owned. Mm-hmm. They can't even fucking drill in their own fucking. It's their own land. They Pretty can't even drill into it. Uh, that's true. I think um, that's the crybaby culture we live in, though. Bunch of bitches. Cry babies. And that's why I like to be the guy on the fucking side. I don't give a shit. Go fucking cry about whatever you want. I pay attention to real fucking issues. I've been to Africa. Mm. I saw how fucked up it was. I saw what I can do and what I can't do. And I realize that. I don't fucking pretend to feign uh, some kind of outrage when I understand where the real issues are. And I understand that I can't help those real issues at this point in time. And when I could, I, I did. And I've, I've volunteered my time. I've done other kinds of shit. Um, but, you know, I, you have to understand, you know, real issues. Yeah, I think what my problem with the culture right now, with the PC culture, the fake SJW culture. Um, by the way, if you're a real social justice warrior, like you actually work for a nonprofit. How did you, you make it this far? You, well, no, what I mean. <laughs> <Into> the podcast. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But what I, I don't know. We just went on this rolling wave. But if you're a real SJW, I got respect for you because you're like fighting for people. But all the armchair people yeah, that them. just want to do status updates and and you know complain and stuff. My problem with all of them is not only do they sound like fucking babies, but they're such hypocrites. And um, everybody complains about something from a position as if they're a better person. Yeah, and they're not. Like yeah. basically, if you own an iPhone. You're also a piece of shit because you're, you're contributing you're, to you're contributing basically to, slavery. It is slavery. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so. Shut the fuck up, and you can identify other problems, but you also can do it from a place where you understand that you're also a piece of shit, too. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, honestly, if, if you feel that deep about it, you really need to do something about it. And when I say do something about it, it's not a status update, it's not a hashtag. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? You really have to sacrifice something to make a change. And so that's why, for me, I t- try to look at the problems now, and I can identify the ones I don't like and the issues I care about, blah, blah, blah. But I try not to say it in a whiny voice as if I'm entitled to anything other than what I already have in life. Yeah. Well, and I think that uh, the problem is, is that it's hard. Mm-hmm. And I think that's people are that's fucking lazy. You know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I said, you know, when I went to Africa, you know, I, he- I help people. You know, here in America, I have been, uh, I've been a drill instructor for gangbangers in, in, in East L.A., mm-hmm. So I've definitely I've definitely helped change kids' lives. Mm-hmm. I've helped out in soup kitchens. I've you know I've donated fucking clothes, all kinds of shit. Sure. And I think those are things that actual that actually force social change. Sure. It's not a hashtag. It's not a status no, exactly. update. Exactly. Even changing one person's life is a totally different ballgame than a million status updates. Yeah. So um so yeah to all the armchair SJWs, the fake ass fucking loudmouths. They can all suck a dick. Yes. That they can. Yes. Should we end the podcast there? I think it's a good place to end it. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we could play a little game of um, Would You Rather or... um, Okay. uh, I was doing this in the office today with my guys. So, (laughs) how much money would you have to be paid to get fucked in the ass? (laughs) Cash. Cash money. Like by a dude? Yes, with a like a gigantic like twelve inch fucking cock. Okay, well, so now the money's going stimulatingly up. Because, <laughs> of course, your numbers yeah. got up. But the crazy part is, there's people who do it for free. 
Yeah, so I definitely wouldn't do it for free. No. <laughs> but it wouldn't be in the millions, I'll tell you that. Mm, I mean, because I'm a realistic guy. Yeah, I'm a realistic guy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> How much? What's your number? I would say. <laughs> Actually, maybe. Uh... Oh, and we'll say. We'll add a condition, which is that nobody has to know about Oh, nobody has to know? Yeah. Uh, half a million dollars. <laughs> nobody has to know half a million dollars. And what if they did know? Well, if they did know, yeah. then it go, they'd probably be close to a million. <laughs> yeah, it'd be close to a million. You know what? That's the same number my friend said. Really? He said a half million and a million. What's your What's your number? Um, I mean, I think it'd be, at this point, if somebody really brought, because the way I try and picture it is like if they actually like. Had the cash. Yeah, right. like dump the cash on the table in front of you. I'm like, all right, one butt-fucking session, which there's plenty of gay guys that would love that shit, that would pay for it. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I would say it'd have to be a couple hundred grand, maybe. Maybe yeah. three or four. Yeah, I guess maybe half a million. But it sounds so ridiculous, though, because, like... Well, so here's the problem, is that I'm not hard up for money. You know what I mean? So, true. that's a problem. Yeah. And, and I've made so way more than... To... Yeah. <laughs> It will traumatize you because I remember the moment I knew 100% I was not gay was when uh, my doctor had to do a rectal exam. Oh, Jesus, He yeah. stuck his finger up my ass and I was like, not gay, not gay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, not enjoying that shit. It was pretty traumatic. Just one fucking finger. I was like, dude, a whole cock? Like, no, thank you. You had to do like the turn and cough thing. Yeah. And I was like, my dick might as well have went in my fucking belly button. <laughs> like, I was like, he, might, like, he probably oh, thought he was like, he's like, dude, this black guy's got a small ass dick. <laughs> But yeah, no. Actually, yeah. he's probably seen it with uh, everybody. Is the same reaction. Yeah, she was like a turtle head. But um, <laughs> you're all funny dude. All right, what about this? How? Uh... Oh, I got one for you. Okay, you got one. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, because we talked about this the other day. Yeah. Is that uh, okay? Imagine your girlfriend right now, uh-huh. but she was dying, and she had to transfer her consciousness over to a less hot chick. Okay. Could you stay with her? Yeah. Would you like for sure? You would just work How it out. How much less hot though? Um, what does that mean? Who like, would not be hot? Down to syndrome. You? Hmm. See, for me, like somebody that I just wouldn't get a boner with naturally. Yeah, I'll still do it because first of all, I don't want to let her die. Okay. Well, then, she wouldn't die. I mean, she'd still be living. She doesn't need to live by fucking you. Well, but oh, okay. Transfer. Oh, um, I'm just saying. Like, oh, would I still be with her? Is the question. Yes. I think um, this is this the trap podcast where I end up, <laughs> I end up murder. This is where you break. She's actually in another room right now. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, let me say my on the record. Uh, of course, honey. Uh, whatever, whatever. <laughs> consciousness is all about your personality. Um, but actually, I really do believe that I would have a pretty good threshold for that because she's like the funniest person I've ever met. Okay, and okay. she's like a perfect balance of psychotic and sweet. So. So, um, I'm going to go with yes, but you also didn't really give me a reference. So, if you said, like, Rosie O'Donnell. Okay, let's say Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, um, yeah. Let's say Roseanne yes. Barr. How about yes, that? I okay, okay. Totally, okay. totally do it. <laughs> He's, like, shaking his head. Yes. I love, I love her so much. Yeah. It doesn't matter what she oh, looks like. That's fucking rough. That's oh, rough. Wait, what about you? Uh, I would. I said I would give it a chance. The only reason why I said this is okay. because uh, it was actually in the flash. Wait, is this, is this your um, politically correct answer move? 
no, Trump I, and I, all this. I would definitely good. give it a chance. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm just joking. It's like how much? Uh, you know what I said? I was like, how much money would I have at the time? I was like, can we do some plastic <laughs> surgery? You know, some ass lifts. No, you got to live with what you get. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's one. Here's one. Um, <laughs> the same girl. She looks the exact same. She's the same exact person, except every time <laughs> she talks, opens her mouth to talk, she farts out her mouth. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd be said, a no. Yeah, I'd be a no. Yeah, I just, he said, "Oh Jesus!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about something. Right now. I'm thinking. I'm debating on whether to say something right now on the podcast. But yeah. Yeah, that'd be a no. That would be okay. Yeah, that's a hard no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Um, that's fucked up. That's a fucked up one. Okay, what about this same girl, but she has a gigantic clit it's the size of a dick. Oh, I don't give a shit about that. Okay, yeah, okay, I don't give a shit about that. okay. So you have a uh, different boundaries that are flexible. I do, definitely do. But yeah. not the farting out the mouth. Yeah, part. certain ones are flexible. Yeah, like I, I have a really good uh, sense of smell and hearing. So, yeah. It'd be too much. For It'd be you. too much, dude. I just be like, why are you crying? I'm just like, you know, shit was kicking. So. Oh shit! That's hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's one of the actually the upsides of me being basically fucking blind without contacts. You know, so. is that your smelling went up and smelling and hearing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Not a bad, unless you have another one, but otherwise it's not a bad way to end. I was ill prepared. Uh, I didn't know we were going to do a would you rather thing or else I would have had more. Um, yeah. Well, we can do that next next time. Yeah, because we had a shitload. We, we always get uh, Ask Me and BTI questions. I always have, I have one would you rather that just, when I need to shut the game down. What's, what is it? You want to you wanna go there? Yeah, yeah, let's go there. Fuck it. All right. You got to answer though. All right. All right. <laughs> would you rather... <laughs> I'm, it's probably gonna be telling my sibling and my mom. Is it gonna be the fucking thing rather, here? Yeah, would you rather fuck your mom or your yeah, dad? Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, now it's. It, this is an awful question because my, my dad's been dead for a long time. So, you know, I. The so, live version of him. Live version of him? Yeah, yeah no, I just. Yeah. What does that mean? I, I can't fuck my dad, so, yeah. <laughs> And I wouldn't want to fuck my mom, but if I was like, somebody's got to die, then, you know, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty fucked up. I, I knew it was going to be something like that, too. I knew it was. Because it always is, you know? I remember it one time is. I pulled that out. Um, this dude, I think he was in the army. He was like this white dude from like um, some Midwestern country. <laughs> He's like, I already fucked both. Co- state <laughs> country. <laughs> that's how I see it. No, but... uh. He no no he was so offended. I thought he was gonna attack me. Oh Jesus! He was like, "Why, why? How did you even think of that? <laughs> what would make you think of that?" Gee, and he man. was just bewildered by how fucked up it was. You know? Yeah, that's why I know the army is a bunch of weak bitches. <laughs> is because uh, if you're listening to this, and you're in the army. I'm sorry that you're in a weak ass fucking armed forces. I was a marine, so yeah. you can go fuck yourself. I've worked with the army before. I don't give a shit about talking shit about you. That's Unless so you're like funny. a Green Beret or some shit well, like that. Well, that's different, though. You're in a yeah. special, divi- uh, special department shit. of yeah. the army. And I've worked with plenty of army guys and gals, and I don't give a fuck about the army. That's hilarious. Yeah. Like, I, I remember my uh, my daughter, she said she was considering about joining the armed forces. I'm like, honey, you can join anything except, except for the, the army. army. 
Yeah. It's, it's funny because when I was thinking of joining, I was thinking Marines because I knew that the Army was probably more soft than the Marines, you know? They are. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, to me, it was only... It was like the Air Force... Did I tell you the story before? Like, why I joined the military? I forgot. I'll, I'll condense it, but... Uh-huh. Basically, I already knew that I didn't want to go to college. Mm-hmm. I didn't take the SATs or ACTs. I was just like, fuck school. I was like, done with it. Yeah. And then one day I got a letter in the mail and it's from the Navy and it's like, join the Navy, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I looked at it. I was like, that's like, the military sounds like a good idea. And I was like, but the Navy, I was like, if I'm going to join the, the military, just fucking join the hardest one. I was like, if yeah. I'm going to be the badass, yeah. be the badass. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, that's how I felt about it, too. Yeah. And then, then afterwards. I wasn't a badass because I didn't do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, it's, but you got your shit together, so yeah. it's, it's fine. Uh-huh. Um, then I thought about it like afterwards. It's like, it's either, for me, it'd be a choice between either the Air Force or the Marine Corps because it's extremes of both. Yeah. Right? And the, the Navy's not a bad choice either because you get to travel, which I, I have to do with the Navy as a Marine. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't join the Army. No. That's PSA. <laughs> that's the name of the episode yeah <laughs> don't join the army <laughs> and, and would you rather no no no. it's already uh i had a salad today. oh you did okay <laughs> yeah. i had a salad today, had a salad down. today. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's gonna get it until like that part of the podcast I'm like oh that's right he's oh, on a diet he had a salad today but what'd well, you eat yesterday uh i don't remember you don't remember it's something bad no 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 it was oh no i had korean food Korean food? But before that, I had burger like... What kind of Korean food? So you're bullshitting. There's all kinds of Korean food. No, it was a soup. It was. Soup? I was okay. trying to be healthy. Oh, well, except she got fried wontons. So oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't healthy. <laughs> but, uh, but it was a step up from the uh, uh, In-N-Out that... Oh, no. In-N-Out and... What did I have the day before? I had like Jack in the Box two days in a row or something. You can still eat In-N-Out on keto. Oh, really? Yeah. You just got to get rid of the uh, the bun. And I do it animal... Well, when you first are doing keto, don't do it animal style. But just... Uh, you can just get, you know, mm-hmm. like a double-double, mm-hmm. you know, uh, protein style. It's fine. <laughs> I had a salad today. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> the cry of a pitiful non-workout person. <laughs> I've been there. I, I know all the fucking excuses and, yeah. you know... Yeah. I've been there. Cool, man. Well, I look forward to you helping me... Uh, just become better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I look forward to help because we still got to do shrooms. Oh, dude. So, oh, that's right. When yeah. do you want to do that? Uh, I don't know. I guess one of the days are an SF beer week, but I wouldn't be drinking beer, obviously. I'd be dedicating mm, to shrooms. Actually, people do, but I wouldn't recommend it. No, no, no. I don't because no. I, I learned um, when I was young, I could not mix alcohol and With cannabis. Any, I can uh, now, but like I tried it before, it takes away... Basically, all of my alcohol tolerance mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I had a couple of Blair Witch Actually, nights. I think it takes or, away everybody's... In, oh, did you really? Not Blair Witch. Uh, Blair... Linda Blair. Nice. Uh, yeah. Linda Blair? Yeah, with the throwing up and shit from uh, Exorcist. Oh, Blair, right? oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, it was real bad. I thought I was going to basically die from throwing up. <laughs> that sucks. But, uh, okay, well, we'll figure out that. And then um, if any listener made it this far to the end, first of all, I kudos. <laughs> Thank you. And and leave your answer in the comments of who would you rather fuck, your mom or your dad, and why. Yeah. <laughs> because I had a salad today. Because <laughs> I had a salad today. <laughs> all right. All right. And with that, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.